0: coming. Pass
1: is picked
2: off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore, down on the right sideline.
1: Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. Yeah, annoyingly they didn't get me the Lamar Jackson uh, purple T-shirt. I would have worn that. But... Jesus Christ! So that we got is...
2: a face. We got a face mask. That's the I first three. time Jazz has worn a face mask, I think, I as g- well. Can so... you... <laughs> I got three.
0: Can you clip that up, off and put it on uh, Instagram, Ollie? That's yeah, fucking... yeah. Don't
2: worry. We're this. Banging. I've immediately started recording a... right now. There's I... there's I... This is all going in. What? Yeah, what so was... go
0: with Hang it. on. What was the bet again? I thought you won. No, crazy? Jags...
2: Jags had to win for Jags, Jags had to win. To win
0: oh jesus i thought so it i'm was gonna keep to this mask the, on uh, for the entire Cincy time again.
1: no 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 ah. unfortunately not
0: oh
1: yeah all right damn. Jez,
2: i want i want a itemized what have you bought please firstly the Sorry. hat is exceptional as a christmas hat
1: christmas baltimore ravens it's really actually. nice actually
2: yeah, yeah it's it's i mean badass, of
1: is. course we spoke about me just keeping the tags on all of them and sending them back but i had I to keep, keep the tag them off <laughs> Well, I'm actually going to keep all of it, and then in the future, if I ever have to make a Raven Shrine again, at least I've got stuff to do it with, rather yeah. than spending more money.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't want to be an idiot and have to buy more Raven oh. stuff, just make oh, more bets or, or, with or Raven just... Shrines as forfeit. Are you recording yet, Ollie? Do you yeah, want we're, recording. we're recording. We're oh, recording. That's okay. why i won the so, itemized list of everything. So oh, my well, itemized gonna... list goes as
1: follows. I bought a, unfortunately hasn't arrived, a purple Lamar Jackson t-shirt that looks like a jersey, but not a jersey. It's the t-shirt mm-hmm. version. Nice. That's the one bit that didn't get to me. I'm still waiting for an update <sighs> on what's going on with that. Very much to like my, the Mars contract. My it's just not arrived yet. Can, yeah, absolutely. Over <laughs> my left shoulder, you can see a Baltimore Ravens sideline uh, t-shirt in black. Very nice. My other side, you can see a Ravens logo, helmet, weird sort of thing in black also. I am wearing a Baltimore Ravens Christmas Santa hat, which is purple <laughs> and black, like a Santa's hat would be with white and Ravens on it. I have bought a Baltimore Ravens scarf, which I'm showing you now. Proof that it's actually Lovely, yeah. Around my shoulders, so it's covering up any remnants of, you know, yellow and black. And I have three face masks. I have this one you can see, which I thought looked the most <laughs> Ravens either lot. Did I they come in they, a pack
0: uh... of three or did you... Oh, yeah, yeah, they come in a pack of three. Oh, right. Okay. It was the
1: cheapest part of it, actually. These cost me £2.50 or £3 or something like that. I've got, a, you know, one of these. What's that? Just another Ravens mask. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought and that I might also... be a, f-
0: a feminine hygiene product for a second. I mean it does look yeah. that
1: way. Um actually probably these are all fit for use for that only. And then another one that's like this, but I didn't think they really no, looked as sucks. ravensy as this one. This one looked the most ravensy. Yeah, that no, um, that
2: complements the
0: hat beautifully. I
1: mean, that's what I was thinking. Also, it kind of works with the colour scheme of the um the scarf. So I mm-hmm.
0: yeah. can never say you're not a good sport, Jazz. Hey,
1: we're here to we <laughs> if you're gonna eat shit, eat eat it fast. So I'll keep this mask on the whole time. Is my, can you make out what I'm saying well enough? Yeah, you're fine.
2: Yeah, you're Even if you isn't. weren't, I would insist on it staying. Like, <laughs> I really don't <laughs> like that, it. To I be have honest. to say.
0: How's it feeling? Is it burning your face? No, no. It's just
1: it's uh, it was uh, having to figure out what order these things went on my head from the mask to the hat to this the headphones is a bit tricky.
2: Mask, hat, headphones, scarf. I presume is the order you've gone in tonight.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, scarf could have been at any point, but it's more the mask and the hat and No, I
2: i richard graves has already said fantastic perfect he's very We're happy, happy. With it. Yeah. yeah and that's the main thing really isn't it that the forfeit has been done and done in the correct manner
0: yeah well it's nice to cheer rich up after you know tough tough you know, tough one you know dak him. being dak i mean i'll i'll get onto it when josh joins us but I've I've got a question for everybody. Well, do you think about Dan, that game?
2: Dan Quinn is a genius, because Dan Quinn has basically used the Dallas Cowboys to get his confidence and his credibility back, <laughs> and now he's down to he's in the like next round of interviews for the Colts job, which may not be the smartest move, but he's quickly seeing Dallas gonna Dallas. But I've built up my credibility by creating a pretty good defense with some well they, they held players. the
0: niners to, to 19 points yeah. which is and, impressive and then
2: he's like as soon as i can get out of this and start maybe building my own thing again i'm gonna do that as quickly as possible
1: i don't agree okay dan was the defensive coordinator of the year they had a historically bad defense wasn't he yeah so what he's done is he's benefited from the front office picking micah parsons
2: but that's built his reputation. It doesn't it matter, has, but he's the people need to look back Dallas and see what he was doing leverage. before
1: he had a, a game-changer X factor in Mika Parsons, and it's been a very different... But 50 that's 50 what I point. mean
2: by Dan Quinn has been super smart in that he's used the situation to create leverage for himself by benefiting from having this great defense. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, that, yeah, yeah that I, I, I think Rich
0: made, a, Rich made some good points last podcast as well about him getting Van Der Esch to start playing better again, who's looking like a pro bowler. Getting Diggs it's to just play healthy, better. Yeah. Like... I don't think it's just down to I mean, Parsons. Diggs to play Parsons better is because but Parsons he's... went missing for like the back end of the season, but that defense still held together.
1: So. But Diggs just got better because he had another couple of year, another year in the NFL. That's what that was.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: you but can't it can't takes take coaches to guide him things. as well. Yeah, but
0: he, the defensive coordinator's not doing positional coaching. Yeah, but he we saw him do this before at the uh, Seahawks as well. So it's when he like had he a historically
1: have... amazing level of talent. What do you do with so the you, Are defense? you
0: saying? Are you saying? That I'm just saying that everyone's
1: anointing Dan Quinn is this amazing. I look so stupid with this mask on, by the way. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's great. I can't take
1: myself seriously. <laughs> so everyone's anointing Dan Quinn as oh look at what he's done for the the Cowboys' defense. But what he did it at Atlanta wasn't very good. But what you're going too the, much Seattle the other way, though, Jazz. You, you, no, I'm you, just saying that there needs somewhere to be some rationality with all of it, based on Seattle he did really well when they had a historically good defense, which you and I could have called plays for that one, and still they've done very well. At Atlanta, he didn't do very well. and the Cowboys, well, he was a good he head got...
0: coach. He was a good head coach at Atlanta.
1: Yeah, but then is it is a defensive one? If he had been doing play calling there or involved in that part, you cut the Falcons' defense to do better than they did. And then at the Cowboys, he didn't do very well until they got Michael Parsons. That's my feeling. I think that he's overrated. I think that when we saw yeah. him leave the Falcons, the big question mark around him was is he actually that good a coach and is it just based on the talent he has in front of him and I think that with the Cowboys defense the last couple of years has really proved that not saying that he's not done well play calling it but if you have the players that he has specifically game changers on the edge or in the middle of a linebacking core, or even as a down lineman it really opens up what you can do and leaves you not having to do a great deal to make the... I think
2: think you're being a little bit harsh because great coaches need great players to do great things at the end of the day. I'm not even saying like Dan Quinn's a great coach or anything like that, but I'm just saying if you are, you know, you could look at Pete Carroll's body of work after the Legion of Boom, maybe take the like three years after the Legion of Boom out of the way and you could go, oh, well, Pete Carroll's not a great head coach. That Seattle team was fine, but it was never that amazing. But you look at what Pete Carroll did at the beginning and maybe what he's done this year with what was expected to be a limited bag of tricks and he's done Mm -hmm. very well in it. So you can take small chunk sizes and say, oh, well, that didn't work then or this player basically created the coach and all that kind of stuff. But I think at the end of the day, Dan Quinn has used this Dallas situation... Regardless of what you think about him as a coach, perfectly, as I say, yeah, uh, yeah, to yeah, get that, himself right. another head coaching job, it looks like, in Indianapolis.
1: I think um, I'd misunderstood your kind of point. And me whether
2: through. you and whether you think Dan Quinn's a good coach or not, and I personally think he's a pretty good coach in the NFL, there are definitely a lot worse coaches out there. I Yeah, I, I, you've got to admire it that he's used them like... Like a sinking ship, and he is the first rat getting off the sinking ship, because <laughs> the Dak Prescott, Dak is never going to be a great quarterback, but you've given him great great QB money. Question: and All of that
1: money for Zeke as well? yeah he doing? He's they have
2: paid this. so much for players that mm-hmm. have. I feel a little bit sorry for Zeke, only Why? because well. Only because the lasting memory of the playoff run is going to be Zeke getting polaxed after a snap at center on that final you know
1: play. What? After all those serial celebrations, he deserves every little bit. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't
0: talk to me about feeling sorry for Zeke. Alex. It doesn't seem particularly likable, in my opinion. So I don't feel nope. sorry. for it. No, what do you it's... think's going to happen with Mike McCarthy? Talking about coaching, do you think that they're... Jerry Jones is going to get rid of him? Even though they did win a playoff game, Well, us talking about divisional every or?
1: year that that the Cowboys have got a question mark at head coach Sean Payton's
0: name always comes up doesn't it
2: and Jerry wants Sean like yeah without a doubt
0: well that's another with the having rich on last week I think one of the, the only things I didn't agree with him on was when he was saying that Sean Payton wasn't was overrated uh I just don't agree with that I haven't watched him in the south for years and years he when only wins Super he's, Bowls he's, with he's illegal right.
2: bounties on people's head, in fairness. So.
3: <laughs> I mean, that was
1: Greg Williams, though, of course, he won't take responsibility for that. Hmm. Uh, the other thing, too, with um, the coaching issue in Dallas is Kellen Moore's looking at getting either different OC jobs or a head coaching job, possibly. Mm. So if they lose both the coordinators, that actually might be a good thing for them. Because I don't... Although Kellen Moore, I think, played calls pretty well in big games, I don't think he calls that well at all. Everyone looks at how well they did against the Bucs, but the Bucs, as we've seen throughout the year, are not a very good team. Much like if you'd anoint the Eagles based on what they did to the Giants, the Giants' defense wasn't very good. Much like we anointed the Giants as having a chance against the Eagles, having seen what oh, they did to the Vikings, got so the way Vikings out were so useless. Yeah, I, I, so I felt hook, that. line, sinker with that because I thought, oh, they're on a roll. But actually it's because the Vikings are absolute garbage. So you have to bear in mind that if they do get different coordinators, they may even see an uptick or improvement from all we know. And then maybe a new head coach, but...
2: I mean, Kellen Moore wasn't it. in the building when Mike McCarthy... Uh, was already in the building, sorry, when Mike McCarthy was hired, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's like exactly. maybe Mike McCarthy gets to bring in his own guy that he wants then as an offensive coordinator rather than having this, oh, brainchild, this brand new next Sean McVeigh kind of mm. play caller who... As Richard Graves has told us many a time, Dallas fans aren't exactly ecstatic and over the moon about. I think if Kellen Moore went somewhere else, I don't think Dallas would be too upset about it. They're all too busy buying TVs in the January sales at the moment because... That was funny. There's like 14 (laughs) of them that I've seen on the internet. There's so many. I've only seen one. Uh, The best one was... Josh uh, had it on his podcast. Yeah, the guy shooting it. The guy... He shot his TV. yeah. Throws it, Ooh, he punches it, throws it on the ground, and he pulls out a gun and shoots it.
0: <laughs> wow. Wait, is that the same one that Josh shows?
2: No, There the... was the guy that punched it who Yeah, I the really small say... TV, but then he yeah. showed a couple more after that, and one of them was a guy shooting it while it was on the ground, oh God, pulls out a gun, and shoots it. There's a guy who rips that, it off that. the wall. That and was he in takes Texas, it... right? There's a guy who takes it off the wall, throws it on the ground outside, and then drives his truck over the TV. There was a guy who stands there crying in front of the television, being like, "oh my oh, fucking oh, oh, and he starts to make a little bonfire with a Dak jersey in his living room. <laughs> like, just uh, cowboy
1: fans are so deluded.
2: How did they ever think that like this was their
1: year? They've because been this fine, is the cycle. but they've been not through been through this every single time we see the Cowboys get like two games run in. Cowboys just, are terrible. Cowboys won a couple games. We damn boys. Cowboys lose a few games. We're terrible. It's just a continuous cycle.
0: Well, I don't know how they could get. I mean, I think you've got any. If your team gets into the final eight, I think you, you, anybody's going to get excited. Whether you're the Giants and you're yeah, rank but you don't last, see Jag actually like this, and you rank ranked like, first. No, no. But that's what I'm saying is that um, they shouldn't have been like that. Just because, uh, yeah, I mean, breaking all your TVs, kind of like. If you watch that game and stuff it kind of points to them like uh being the better team or they were robbed or like it was the referees or like um they just weren't good enough. The 49ers are a better team going into that game and they're a better team after it. Like mm. what? Uh-huh. And, you
4: and know, Dallas Dallas is...
0: pushed them, like don't get me wrong, Dallas Dallas
2: pushed them closer than I thought they would. But I think there was yeah, a level of under execution at some stages with the 49ers. I so saw we saw a bit of fragility from Brock Purdy now. But at the end of the day, that the Niners were were heavy favorites going into that game for a reason. So to get that angry about a know, game the way you were just you were just beaten, you were just
0: beaten, Dallas. Like it's not great. It's, it's crazy. And like if they'd won that game, they would have gone into the next game as the underdogs, massive underdogs against yeah. the Eagles. So like, what are we doing here? Like you said, it's, it, this was their year. No, no, you would. Y- your record was probably better than you were anyway. Mm -hmm. and was flattered by the schedule like every team in the nfc east and then you just you had a game against a bad bucks team as we've already covered and then you lost to a great niners team that deserves to be in the final four you went
2: down the stretch losing to the commanders struggling against the texans like you had bad games going into the playoffs and yet you still thought after one playoff win over the worst team in the playoffs on the nfc side arguably that that you were suddenly anointed as this is our year because you toppled Brady but you you had to wait until Brady's 50 to topple Brady and the Bucks on a Bucks team
0: <laughs> where nobody wants to play for them at that point oh god they were sad to watch just i know i know we've like kind of covered that game but that was like that was depressing watching that Bucks team just not get anything going. Considering and how much way, we enjoyed way, them way, like way.
2: two years ago, being I know. that Bucks team. Like they were a likable Bucks team, which I never thought I'd see because and, like, and I've personnel always hated hadn't,
0: the Bucs. The the personnel hadn't really changed. I mean, everybody's a year older. Yeah. And it was an old it was an old team anyway, but the personnel hadn't changed. It's not like you're watching a different team that used to be good play and lose. But it was which, the like, same during same the regular
2: team? season. Like it was sad with Mike Evans, you know, like Watching him in the regular season have so many drops like he did was kind of. I mean, I've really liked Mike Evans for a long time just because I think he's a great receiver to watch anyway, and he kind of goes about his business. (laughs) He just goes about his business. I block
0: this one out. I'm just gonna put. And um
2: (laughs) and yeah, I just thought it was really it was really horrible seeing him just drop and drop and drop. You're like, oh, there's something just wrong with the Bucks, and like Brady's misfiring all season. Yeah, have you seen the
0: clips? Have you seen the Ollie, of Brady trying to get them fired up in the huddles and stuff? And it just
1: Donovan Smith is just oh. looking to the side. Donovan in retrospect,
0: in retrospect, it just looks so like oh, it's cringy. It's cringy. Did you, have you seen the line
2: that Brady had? I can't. I don't know where it's from. I just saw it on social media today. That was. He was asked about his future and he said, yeah. if I fucking knew what I was doing, I'd have
1: fucking I'm done really it already it. <laughs> or
2: whatever yeah. it was. And it's like <laughs>
3: Yeah All yeah.
2: Right. Salty. Okay. I think
1: we're gonna hear some stories out of that locker room the next five, ten, fifteen years about why it imploded because like you said, the talent on the roster is basically the same team that won the Super Bowl two years ago and did very well to push people in the playoffs last year. Really should have been the Rams. I still hold my hold my candle to that one. So it could be there were some locker room issues. The players just stopped caring. They've bought into their own hype. Could be all kinds of other issues that we aren't Well, according we aren't to seen.
2: somebody that we've spoken to who's discussed some players in that team, there are some not great people Potential in there Potential issues. Yeah. yeah Potential so.
1: work issues. So I didn't want to bring that up, but yes, that's exactly what I was going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's hard to really say what, what really was the root cause of all of it. Because it's not as if Brady lost his powers all of a sudden. The team just stopped playing, really. I still think
2: not having Arians there as a figurehead important as well. I don't know what Brady, it is.
0: Brady pushed him out, it seems, from everything that I've heard, and probably regretting that now because he might have acted like some kind of glue, even though he wasn't necessarily as involved as he was, like um, with that Cardinals team. And then, you know, before when he was a coach at Indianapolis and stuff, it seemed like he had a more of a kind of. I don't know, like eagle eyed kind of view rather than like in the trenches, like mm. like Brady was taking over that team as a kind of offensive coordinator on his in his own right. And but not having him that? there, like I don't know, there must have been things that he was doing maybe that weren't given credit at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Can we but, talk about happier news, Ollie? What about the Eagles? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be happy at that result. Yeah, you know,
2: I, I couldn't enjoy that until about three minutes left in the fourth quarter. I was still so, I, and I've worked out. I cannot remember if I told you this because the last time we all saw each other was the other week for Burke, last week for Burke And I can't remember if I told you guys then. But this, I've worked out why this year is so much more different to the 2017 run that the Eagles made, mm. because when the Eagles made the run in 2017, I'd given up hope when Wentz went down and Foles (laughs) lost the last two games of the season. It was like, Oh, maybe we'll get through a playoff game or something. And we didn't dominate Atlanta or anything like that. And I wasn't expecting to win the Atlanta game. So then we got to play Minnesota. And because of the Minnesota miracle, you were like, Oh, this is Minnesota's year. Surely like you don't win that playoff game and then screw it up in the championship game. And they didn't. So there was no expectation. This on the other hand, is like the Eagles should beat the giants. And if we messed up that game, last weekend I'd said some stupid things to some people about like Sirianni out if he balls this up against the Giants and instead we had to have three hours of Nick Sirianni just nodding his head at a camera which (laughs) was great at first and then it got a bit annoying I was like I don't care what Sirianni's doing on the sideline just I want to see this team win win football games
0: well you know Sirianni might just be an annoying human I think he definitely is. I mean, he's I think a great, yeah.
2: he's a great fucking coach, but I think mm. Dre's very much spot on with his analogy of like, he's the loser kid. who's getting to hang out with the cool kids. Cause he's got a pool. Like he's the head coach, so they all have to like him, but yep. he's kind of a douchebag at the end of the day. I feel, um, Glad that Josh Potter can join us as well to t- chat a bit of eagles before we get into everything else around the place. Uh, Nick Sirianni. So sorry about my uh, tardiness. Oh, it's all good, mate. Do not worry at all. Uh, I left a rough you in the week,
3: Josh. It's all right. <laughs> it has been a rough one. I don't know if you've seen, I didn't tell you, but not, not. I don't know if you've seen on uh, Twitter, but um. What's his name? Eli Apple is going in on Stefan Diggs all morning. Ooh, and really? he actually, he tweeted something that cryptically seemed like it was like shitting on Damar Hamlin, but oh. he since apologized for that one. So <laughs> Classy guy what Eli Apple, say? isn't he? He did, uh, I didn't even understand this, by the way, but it was Cancun on three and he did the heart hands emoji, which was oh, like hey. the... I don't know what Cancun on three means. Maybe it's like a play, like he's making like a you're gonna be you're you know you're, you're gonna going...
1: you're going on holiday. You're not playing, yeah yeah you're yeah. going on holiday yeah
3: yeah. So I don't know, but uh, or if he was like you know have number three pay for a trip to Cancun or something. I don't know. <laughs> so I mean I could have, but he did the heart hands and everyone's thinking that's like yeah. So that he seems likes... a
1: little bit far fetched. I mean Eli Apple is obviously an absolute gobshite, but at the same time. <laughs> It's not as if it's really obviously going after that. It seems a bit like you go on a holiday, see you later. Just breaking it down. Right.
0: I thought those teams uh, respected each other quite a lot as well. Well, it's so, so, what
3: well, that's the thing, it's so wild it's like that Eli Apple just this morning I feel like took away all of the goodwill between Yeah. yeah. Single-handedly. It's, it's, okay. that
1: it's a DB or a receiver, they always
3: are yeah. the prima donnas, aren't
2: they? <laughs> I'm just yeah. looking at it. I mean, he is replying to a Stefan Diggs tweet that says it's easy to criticize my reaction more than the result so I, don't, I think he is just saying it's like when they break a huddle like on three on three you're gonna cancun on three as in you're not playing next week go just and get unfortunate some sunshine tomorrow
1: hamlin wears the number three jersey yeah and he decides well, to do right. this yeah. Do you think a that he's hurts.
0: putting any like mental
3: capacity into his tweets i doubt it <laughs> that's too but much he, he made like six other ones too about just stefan diggs though not anything mm. really terrible but it's just bizarre but um you were talking nick sirianni i'm sorry no no
2: you're good man i mean we can happily go down if you want to get it off the chest now yeah, the how... bengals bills thing and get it
3: out do you want to like... warm up
0: do you want to talk about the uh the other games or do you want to just dive into the bills whatever you want josh it's your it's your podcast now
3: <laughs> i mean i don't even want to everybody is i'm so happy that i'm actually not in buffalo right now because yeah. Everyone is unraveling. I mean, sports yeah. radio right now, if you listen to it, people are. some people want, like, McDermott fired. You're like, what, what? are you talking about? Yeah, oh it's crazy. God. I mean, I think Leslie Frazier should be fired. I mean, I've seen enough in the last three years of his whatever the hell he's doing with this umbrella shell defense where it's like, bend, don't break. It's like he acts like we're up 20 every time the defense steps on the field the way they line up, but... And the run defense has always been bad. Like, I'll never forget either last year or the year before. I mean, we played the Titans once, and, like, Derrick Henry just ran 200 yards on us. It was the year he, like, threw mm-hmm. Josh Norman out the window. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, um, I remember the Chiefs, the first time we played them in the playoffs two years ago, they ran all over us, too. It's like we are playing so far. And same thing happened in this game. Like, we had guys, it's third and four, and we have guys, like, lined up. Five yards beyond the marker, it's like, what are we doing? And usually we're up 20 to whatever, so that doesn't matter. But uh, in this case, you know, with a depleted secondary and the fact that he's scheming this way, it's just like, get rid of Leslie Frazier. Everyone's like, oh, he's gonna be a head coaching candidate. I think he's gonna get fired. You know, I don't (laughs) think he's gonna get,
0: yeah, I didn't think he was gonna get a chance. I, I think um, I think Ken Dorsey might, though. I've seen his interview for the Panthers job.
3: Yeah, he did, but, like, he's too big of a psychopath. Can you imagine that guy in an interview? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh... Like, that was the one thing that, like, I thought was going to be the saving grace of Ken Dorsey was, like, well, he won't... No one's gonna hire this guy to be a head coach. Not anytime soon, at least. And people are actually... <laughs> there is, like, calls for him to get fired, too, because our offense was so like lackluster yeah yeah bizarrely anemic like in the last couple of games especially like the Dolphins game was like another one where we watched that one and I I mean it was a little too close for comfort not to the point where I thought this game was going to happen I mean that was the worst game that I've seen the Bills play in men mm-hmm. in like three years I mean and it's one game that's the way I look at it but people are unraveling so i hope it like calms down or whatever and i don't really have much else to say on that i'm rooting for the for the Bengals over the chiefs though despite you know eli yeah, Apple and up. everything else yeah. same with like the i think this other thing is weird too like joe burrow was like hope you got your refunds on your tickets it's like Bengals fans were buying tickets like if the jaguars would have beat the chiefs people were the Bengals tickets were on sale too it's like what are we talking about like, it's not as good a were...
2: story though because that's in cincinnati no, whereas they were opening up a neutral venue for the yeah, bills yeah, chiefs so it, it but that's they put the... the
3: tickets on sale the same day for cincinnati like but people it, could have bought it, tickets to go to that too it's a
0: continuation of you know that chip on the shoulder they were they were trying to create with that ravens game when mixing the, the coin flip coin flip yeah the right. coin from his his sock and did a fake coin flip celebration. Like I think they're just carrying that on. Like all, all of these NFL players, like even the ones I really like, they all love feeding into narratives of greatness and like destiny and a lot. There a lot of them are religious as well, and I don't
3: know. Sure. It just all goes well, hand it's in just hand. I think so shitty coming off of the week seventeen business. You know when it was like mutual respect and like even four years ago they were the team that helped us break the playoff drought so it's like it just is weird like now all of a sudden after after the fact after they smoked us by the way that wasn't even like Mm. like the game was two days ago and now we're still talking it's like aren't you guys on to the chiefs or you know i think as
2: well though that i mean eli apple's obviously relishing what everybody saw from digs and what we all heard about digs was like trying to storm out the stadium as quickly as possible he's obviously i don't know about Stefan digs i didn't really buy into his whole. i'm standing there watching them on the field when the chiefs were celebrating the afc championship game two years ago because somebody Mm. did it in college football like a week beforehand and i was like you're just doing what the college kid did to like try and do what dave was talking about of create your own narrative of like oh we're hard done by this will motivate me blah Whereas we have seen this with Diggs before of he gets frustrated in big moments sometimes with important players on his team and people are only now going to speculate what the offseason is going to bring maybe for a pissed off Stefan Diggs who's hitting 30.
3: I don't uh, foreshadow anything like that. I mean, like, I don't take that. That's another thing. People are like, you know, there's all these like uh, old white dudes that are like, that's not a leader or whatever, you know, it's just, you know, that kind of like, Old curmudgeony white dude thing Mm -hmm. And they're all calling in the radio Station like he should be cut for that Or what you know it's like what are you talking about I don't really look at that as a big deal Him like leaving early or whatever he was frustrated And he's like a passionate player And there is a thing though that he said to Josh Allen when he was supposedly freaking out. And by the way, Peyton Manning is freaked out on players on the sidelines. Tom Brady has lost his yeah. mind on every receiver mm-hmm. he's ever played with. So, well, that was know. just this year. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, every year. You could go look at any game Tom Brady's ever played and watch him just like they could be up 17 points and he's yelling at, you know, whomever, especially when they had shitty receivers on New England, but like I don't when he was like yelling at Josh Allen supposedly or being like, you know, animated with him on the sideline, evidently one of the things he said was don't listen to him. And they were thinking that's about Ken Dorsey. So that's another reason why they think like mm. maybe Ken Dorsey won't be returning next season for offensive coordinator.
0: The only thing I'd say, uh Josh, I think the stuff on the sidelines is just in the game. Like unless a yeah. player's unless a player is like they're almost coming to blows. Like I just see that as just part of football happens all the time. That that stuff, if people are picking up on that, that kind of feels to me like people saying that, that either want the narrative or that don't watch a lot of football, but not staying after the game and kind of leaving your team. Like he's a he's a senior player. He's been in the league a long time. He's played a lot of like playoff football. He's supposed to be one of the leaders on that team. He's 29 years old. I don't know. Yeah, you've got deal with look, a
2: media walking into a locker room and being like, So, Stefan, why didn't it happen this time? And it's like, you just watched the game. You know why it didn't fucking happen. And I'm,
3: yeah,
0: pissed but don't and you've you want to be there for your, don't you want to be there for your other players? You know, I don't
3: know. I get that. I know. I mean, it's not a good look, obviously, but it's not a thing where I look at. I mean, it's, I don't look at it as like he's a diva. Do you know what I mean? That's the way people are taking it. I look at it as like he is a wide receiver and he is like uh, a <laughs> kind of a whiny guy, you know what I mean? Not like whiny in a shitty way, but like he wants the ball and you know, that wasn't that game did not go how anybody wanted. So I, I mean like he just kind of reacted in the moment. Do I think him and Josh Allen like hate each other now or what? No, I don't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that at all. And I don't think he's even like a bad teammate necessarily. I just think he was like in the moment, yeah. super pissed off. I was See, pissed off. I took my fucking hoodie off. I was I walked out the door. I was like ready to go like
0: you, you didn't punch a TV traffic. then. You didn't punch <laughs> no. a TV like we we were just talking about before you came on all the Dallas uh, Cowboys. Yeah, things. I did a uh,
3: on my podcast that came out this morning. I did a whole yeah, montage. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the guy so with many. the gun is more. wild. The guy with the gun is insane. <laughs> well, that's Texas, you know. <laughs>
0: what
2: can you do <laughs> just the other that's... thing from that game though is the irony almost of the snow coming and the buffalo conditions like buffalo needs a run game it needs some sort of run game mm. and well like, that's a big thing too yeah and everyone sleeps everyone slipped on joe mixon last playoffs so after he had a great season in the regular season this year he hasn't been as good but joe mixon was the key element i think you can talk about burrow and burrow was great and all that kind of stuff but the fact that they were able to balance and run the ball in those conditions with Mixon that well, I thought, was the game changer. And Man, everyone is P still is like, awesome. Baro, is amazing, is amazing. I barely heard Joe Mixon, Mixon's name get mentioned in the fallout from this game at all. That's, that's probably a nice thing for the Bengals, because he's good enough to be a threat and not loved enough Big that he's just well. under a radar still with so many people. Obviously not with NFL teams and coaches, you presume. They'd look at it and go, shit, he's a good running back, but... Yeah, I thought he was, how like, many,
3: the stand How many years has he been in the league? Wow. Five, five? Five? Well, because, because he's... Contract. I don't
0: know.
3: It's well, easy. it's just because, like, I mean, all the, like, flack about him is he, you know, hit a woman or something like that, like, in college, but mm. it's been so long and he hasn't had any issues, so you're like, does this guy get, like, a second chance or what? You know what I mean? Like, not a second chance, but, like, uh... Everyone's like, what a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he doesn't get his shine because of that. It's funny because you know Terry Hill
1: did that to his kid and his wife. Right, still gets lauded and applauded for what he does. So Kareem Hunt yeah, kicked a woman. I mean, like you yeah. want to you I mean, want to run the Ryan list God of NFL in, in fairness, but mm-hmm. that was slightly different, wasn't it? And all yeah, of the league yeah. wanted to do anything about that until they saw the video footage. Yeah, right, makes... that was a
3: complete reaction uh, yeah. to them. Media. Roger Goodell, by the way, saw. Yeah. that footage and suspended him for four games and then it got out into the media mm-hmm. and he was like oh uh, i guess forever by four i meant permanent yeah
2: yeah i mean uh-huh. but the the nfl isn't about punishing players it's about making money and then if we have to punish the players we'll we'll punish them isn't it i mean yeah do
1: as little as possible no he six...
0: signed for another two years sorry just to close that off four-year contract in 2021. So he's, he's on his second contract. But he took ages money. to get going.
1: Like, because the... he got injured quite a lot.
0: Yeah. But that's yeah.
1: fine. It means he's got less miles on the clock, which means he actually should deserve a payday and should get some extra years out of it from that point of view. But but I, I, I,
0: go so, sorry, it go on.
1: I was about to say, in terms of the Division. Buffalo conditions you're talking about, having the Bengals play completely in white and black, the, the announcers were saying about how that might have meant helped them blend in a bit and actually... <laughs> It's just the stupidest thing ever to talk about. But at the same time, I do think Fuck if you have off. a snow game, you should have an <laughs> away, away jersey that maybe has a little bit more of tinge of colour. Uh, you've got a giant orange comer.
2: helmet on the top of the Bengals. No, players. no, no. no, I'm no not, they, had not white, having... they
1: had a white and black one, so shut you know. No, no, up. no. no they... they had white and black, so shut Not your on Sunday. Yeah, they uh, didn't uh, on no, they didn't. Didn't they? No. 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 You kidding me? Nope.
3: <laughs> All that Ravens <laughs> they, uh, gear is, uh, is muddled. Making me angry. Yeah. Game baltimore that is like a Madden thing though in Madden I hate when it snows and you have a white jersey I can't I can't see him
2: yeah. yeah well that's the trouble with the Cowboys it's one of the many troubles with the Cowboys but if you played the Cowboys in the snow that would be a legit problem silver helmet silver everything yeah awful bunch of and players. as far
3: as the snow goes like everyone thinks oh it's a advantage for Buffalo to play in the snow none of these people are from Buffalo you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> They went to the University of Miami, too. They all went to the same schools. You know what I mean? So it's not necessarily an advantage ever. I hate the snow really fucked us this season all the way around from the Thanksgiving game, having to go to Detroit or the Browns game. I guess the game before Thanksgiving, having to go to Detroit and then going home and back to Detroit to play on Thanksgiving and then the snow on you know, Saturday night against the dolphins and then having to leave early because of the giant blizzard to go play against Chicago. I mean, just travel alone. The last month and a half has been grueling for these guys. And then Demar Hamlin happens. I just think we really ran out of gas and like, um, you know, despite the like heart elements or whatever, the morale elements, it was just a, a empty tank by the end of it, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
2: they, they, I'm enjoying the conspiracy theories around the Damar Hamlin oh thing God. as well, which is insane. The he doesn't show his face in public. Was that really Damar Hamlin? Because he was still had his face what? covered, and he was behind that glass that you couldn't really see him anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they in fairness, the um, shots from inside that didn't look like the nicest box he was in. I, it, I'm not saying, I don't know. I doubt there are many like really classy facilities at an old stadium like that, but it
3: didn't look like the nicest kind of place to put him in. Well, I'll tell you why. I mean, the boxes aren't, they don't have like, you know, insane ones, I don't think, but also they had to keep him. He still had to wear a mask, obviously. That's another reason why they have these conspiracy theories that he's like not weekend at Bernie's or something (laughs) right now. And it's a body double or something because he was wearing a mask because he's he's still like got to go in for oxygen. He's still got to be at the hospital. He can't be catching COVID or anything else for that matter. So they Mm. had to keep him like in a box basically by himself. Like they Mm. had some couple other people around, you know, his mother or whatever else, but they, if you notice when they show him on camera, no one is in the vicinity of him. Mm. And they even had him in
2: like a little bubble golf car as well to get him into the stadium. Like he is not interacting with anybody at that point. Like, yeah. Um, Dude, how was the blizzard for you? Just out of interest, because I saw you were you were stuck in Buffalo over kind of Christmas New Year time, and we had Sal Capaccio on the uh, on the show last week, kind of oh, talking cool. about how insane it's been in Buffalo, and you you obviously kind of experienced it as well. I mean, the pictures and stuff looked insane.
3: Yeah, I went home uh, for Christmas, and I had two shows at the club on the twenty second and twenty third. And so I opted to get a hotel downtown by the club for the shows like the club pays for it or whatever. Instead of like taking the money, I just was like, I'll take the hotel because I need like a break from my parents in between, you know. (laughs) So it was Thursday night, the 22nd. I did the show, went out, had a great time. I woke up like so hungover and I could hear the wind starting to whip up. Now, I knew this was going to start on Friday, but I didn't know like what time. And I really didn't know the severity of it because, you know, my mom's like, it's going to be worse than the blizzard of 77. You know, she says that every time it fucking snows. So it's like, (laughs) so, uh, you know, the wind's whipping up. I had two cigarettes left. I remember thinking I'm not going to be able to go buy cigarettes because there was a driving ban already in place. And the wind started getting to be like 70 miles an hour, like category three. And the snow was coming down. And that did, that started Friday morning at 8 a.m. And it did not stop until Christmas night, like Sunday night uh, It was sustained winds and snow. So, like, I was just stuck in there and I was kind of pissed. You know, I mean, there's worse places to be stuck than a hotel suite for. Oh, it turned out to be a week. But like, um, you know, I, I was like kind of pissed, you know, I was like, well, I want to be here with my friends and family for Christmas. Now I'm just stuck in this hotel. I could have been at home in LA alone, also, but with like real food, <laughs> my PlayStation, sunshine. The, yeah, exactly. Well, it wasn't exactly nice here either. The last couple of weeks uh in LA. We had the same type of storm storm system that made a blizzard in Buffalo, uh, made it rain in LA for like three weeks since New Year's. So it's wow. been pretty brute. Wow. But it's sunny here now. Um Yeah, but it, you know, like I said, there's worse. I mean, people were dying and shit. So, like, I had it pretty good. But at the same time, I was like losing it because. Did it
0: feel like COVID again?
3: Yes. But COVID, where not everybody was experiencing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, COVID was like a collective thing. That's true. Meanwhile, I'm on Instagram. I'm looking, other people are having Christmas. And you know what I mean? Like, no one in Buffalo, for that matter, but like, you know, people around the country or what have you and uh, around the world. But, yeah, it, it just, like, after, you know, it was fine on Christmas Eve because I had Red Zone. I had my computer with me so I could watch Red Zone, and I had, like, two TVs in the in the suite, so I brought them out and made, like, a little command center. And then, uh, you know, and it was fantasy football playoffs, and um, I also, uh, by the way, I had Josh Allen and Devin Singletary in the championship, and my opponent had Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Oh. So... I won because we conceded that that was how the game turned out but that was a I had to do yeah. a lot of like litigation to get yeah. the win. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it's going lawyer <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so I mean the football made that early portions of it go by fine, you know, on Christmas Christmas Eve, but by Monday I was like get me out of here and I couldn't get out. I couldn't get out till Wednesday morning. Mm. And then I had, my flight was supposed to be Wednesday morning. The airport was shut down till Wednesday night, so they couldn't get me on another flight till Sunday. So I ended up spending New Year's and uh in Buffalo also. So I spent I was there for sixteen days, which is way more than I and I'm going back on the 10th because while I was holed up in there, I was like, I have to come back, you know, I didn't get to see everybody and I was kinda like losing it. And I thought, you know, like what better time to go back than for the Super Bowl? And I thought, like, if I want because I if there's a parade, I want to be there for it. So I bought tickets to go back for the week of the super bowl so i'm going to just now i i'm going to go to new york city for half of it because i'm like well there's no parade so (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: yeah but it also means that you uh you can at least watch it with great bitterness with friends yeah yeah yeah, the bengals probably win the super bowl i'm guessing but
3: (laughs) i wouldn't mind i i you know who i want to win the super bowl no offense sorry uh oliver but i want brock purdy to win the super bowl (sighs)
0: Fuck. Cool story.
3: Mr. Irrelevant? Oh my God. What a story. It's already a great story. Yeah. Isn't it a
2: great story? Yeah. (laughs) You could slot anybody anybody into that Niners team and you can play like Brock Purdy's play. To bring it back to where I.
3: Yeah. Trey Lance definitely. Well, maybe he would have, but. He went out in
2: like week two. You forget how early that was in the season. I mean, he didn't look good. Anybody
3: could play in that system? I think 90% of QBs in the NFL could play in that system. I don't know. Brock Purdy is a baller. If you watched him in preseason, which I did, he was acting like every game was a Super Bowl and he like even brought I remember there was a specific preseason game where I think the 49ers were down two scores and he brought them back and in and like won the game within the last 2 minutes of the game.
0: He's made some pretty money throws, Ollie. Yeah, I, I know.
3: No, I too, know like. and it's a They're great always, it's
2: like, a great story. Open. I just I just I'm still a believer that Shanahan's offense can work with a lot of quarterbacks and Purdy Purdy's very lucky to be in that situation I'm not saying he hasn't played well you've got to respect a guy that's won the games that he hasn't performed how he has when you're just thrown into it like when Justin Herbert like did already, it everybody
0: you're already trying to take away some of his shine just in case they beat you uh because uh, they, no,
2: they are gonna beat the Eagles it's so annoying Especially as like people so? are starting to jump on an Eagles bandwagon as well. This is what I said earlier. So Ash, who's uh, been on the show before the Green Bay Packers fan, she sent mm. me a message saying, because she's doing a um, a competition with 888 Sports. So there's her, Dre, George, who we've all had on, and uh, Sam, the Cardinals fan. And they're mm. doing a competition where if they get the most picks correct between them, whoever's leading that gets a ticket to the Super Bowl this year. And Ash is two, is two points ahead of George going into the final week. And Ash, because I assume George has picked the Niners, has picked the Eagles. And she's like, oh, well, I picked the Eagles to win this week. I'm like, you've cursed it. Because you're getting on the bandwagon now, because you're finally saying, yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. It's not going to happen. And it's so close to being so good. Life isn't that good. <laughs> it doesn't get that good to commentate May on the Eagles. May I say what,
3: what I think cursed it? is and i know you were talking about him when i got on so i'm curious your thoughts or what you were mentioning but nick suriani is last couple weeks really feeling himself yeah which Mm -hmm. is bizarre because when he came out he was like gee gosh uh i really the city of philadelphia i like remember that stammering stuttering introductory press conference i'm like this guy's gonna blow (laughs) (laughs) and then he turned out to be pretty good or at least, like, this season, he really turned it around. I mean, it would be hard not to with all those draft picks and getting A.J. Brown, but... um On a cushy yeah, schedule. So, I mean, but he's over there on the sideline being like, I fucking know what I'm doing and shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's, like, turned... Like, all of a sudden, it's like, who is this guy?
0: Rubbing yeah. his nipples
3: it's, and stuff. It's
2: yeah. either the playoff intensity that you want you were talking about like digs you know man of a moment sure. gets intense and gets hyped up and this is like sirianni realizing like let's fucking go or this is a guy that's had way too much go the head that that one where he's staring down the camera and they cut like 15 times to him with that 4g camera or whatever they call it but the one where he's staring 4K, down yeah. the camera being like
3: yeah i want to say did uh, he do this like, <laughs> basically <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like he was doing some shit like that like in the camera. I mean
2: it was just it was just a bit much and because they kept putting the camera on him, I think he was almost playing up to it too much as well. So he was getting way too into himself and I don't want Sirianni to be the story even though he's created a brilliant offense to work for those players like but again another unsung hero for me, Miles Sanders unbelievable in Mm -hmm. that game like the way he'd get to the line and take a couple of steps left and right to wait and be patient and find gaps to pick up three yards when it looked like you weren't going to get any there were just some really good plays like that the whole of that Eagles run game which wasn't Jalen Hurts you know Gainwell Scott Sanders were awesome and that isn't necessarily all completely down to Sirianni and the coaching that is those players making plays in those moments
0: you're not going to be able to do that against the Niners you are going to be able to it's going to be tight that game but it's I think you're also going to ask, out.
2: what was weird in that game was being 28 nothing up and then the second half was like the week 18 game where the Eagles were like, we don't have to do anything else. And they just took their foot off the gas and were like, we'll milk clock. And it was like eight, nine minute drives. Doesn't matter if it ends in nothing. We'll just That's perfect, take time. Isn't it? I mean, it was great, yeah. but it and it, it's great that we have that ability to, in theory, turn it off and on again. And I still don't think we had enough questions asked of Hertz about his ability, his shoulder, and that's fine. I think you will have to answer those questions against the Niners this week.
1: On the rush attack, did you see the stat of Miles Sanders' rushing yards per game with and without Hurts? Oh, really? With Hurts, I think it's 125 he's averaging a game, and without Hurts, it's something like 60-something. Well, I mean, that, that makes, makes sense, a lot of sense, it? doesn't it? If yeah, you're having to worry you, about whether Hurts is going there, somewhere. You're just going to just load the box a bit
3: more. I mean, I wanted Minch. Minshew looked like he wasn't going to clinch the division there for a second. I mm. mean, they well, just he- had to win what one of those three, and I mean, I love Minshew. I'm always going to root for Gardner Minchu Don't get me. But boy, oh boy, I mean, that was what was there was a game where it went to overtime, I believe, right? No, it
2: was the um, it was the it was the Ding Dong with Dallas on Christmas Eve. That was yeah, like that's what, end to end. And I was like, okay, well, at least we're seeing that Minshew can score points and run the yeah, offense. And that yeah, was, he was great. Was,
3: he was great. Half in the game. drunk in that. <laughs>
2: in a hotel room. blacked we, out in the hotel room. Doing your best impression of Scott Hansen at that point, <laughs> but without with more pee breaks, I imagine, as well, right? I
3: thought I was Scott Hansen. That's how <laughs> fucked up I was getting in there.
2: <laughs> Um, But then the Saints game, he turned up and he was garbage. And they they played a really weird style of offense and the play calling in the first half was completely different to anything we'd seen. And they were trying something different and it didn't work and it got really out of hand. And you went into the last game against the Giants where you're like, just push it over the line, please. And Hertz Mm. comes back and they kind of do just about enough against the Giants. But I enjoyed slapping down Giants people. Oh, Saquon's gonna run all over them. Oh, Daniel Jones—he's actually such an amazing quarterback—and people were talking about this huge contract he was potentially gonna yeah. get with them. And it's like, get out of here. Like one year doesn't gonna make a QB. They're gonna they're extend him. Yeah, but they're not they gonna don't... give him like a massive deal. It's not gonna be like the freaking. They haven't got a choice. It's I, like think that that they, I think that they. I think
0: they should. I think they should just franchise, franchise him, it. and then it's an, it's one year and just deal with it then. Because I think he's. That's got a, a that's a lot of go. money,
3: though. is not it take a cute franchising like a guy? It is, million, but it's maybe. not it's yeah. not as much
0: money as if you in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you in the short term, doing it's the a, same. A two, three, four year deal. Like if,
2: if you're going to tag him, tag him immediately before Lamar gets whatever deal he's going to get, because that's going to just send the league average going up even more. Because somebody's going to pay a lot point. for him. Yeah. But do
3: you reckon yeah, that he's going to get
1: a highest contract? Do you think that <sighs> someone's going to pay him that much? I don't. Well, Lamar. Are you
3: freaking out? Are you freaking out? Because, I mean... (laughs) Oh, I sorry. Think he's gone. I mean, he's I'll, a big, he's I'll, I'll, a big Ravens this, fan, Josh. I'm I'm a, you can a Steelers
1: see. fan. No, that's what, I what I'm saying. Lost <laughs> I, I lost oh, a bet shit. last week. Hence I why I wear a I'm mask
0: yes. indoors. Yeah, we didn't explain this to you, did we? Sorry, why me, Jazz
3: is wearing a, a face yeah, no, mask. I, I hate book. the Ravens. God, I hope that Jackson goes. I can't believe I forgot that. I'm sorry. That's fine. Don't worry.
1: So I lost a bet last week to one of the guests. I had to make a shrine to the Ravens, and here I am. I saw it. I was confused. basically. Yeah, I, uh, I I would love to say this is how I usually dress for a podcast with a Santa hat, a mask, and a scarf. But it's what uh, was the bet?
3: Because the Ravens lost, so wasn't a great. So bet. I bet him that the Jags would beat the Chiefs. Oh, I, I made that bet too, but not I didn't have to do that. No, and so that. I if if he'd lost,
1: he was going to have to eat a Scotch egg. You ever heard of a Scotch egg, Josh? No, it's a it's a hard boiled egg with oh a Scotch egg. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Sausage so meat round a deep fried. He he hates them, never wants to eat one in his life. And I said, well. if if the Jags win, you've got to do that. He agreed. He said, "Well, what's my um, forfeit? And he came up with making a shrine. So oh, wow. So a £100 of my own money to create this shrine.
3: Oh, my Lord. What are you going to do with it all after? Is it going I mean, to be for the fire?
1: Them, yeah, I was considering burning it. I'm not going to lie. I was considering it's keeping the tags on and sending it back. But then I thought, in the future, if I ever make one of these bets with anyone again and they decide to make me create a Raven Shrine again, at True. least I'm prepared.
3: So, yeah, and you can use it as props for uh, videos or something, but uh, you got to be excited. Then Lamar's gone, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wanted to bring up because you mentioned um, something else that made me think of this division. Oh, it was the Saints and how weird the Saints were this season. Like they would suck, but they would win once in a while, and you're like, that NFC South, despite it being garbage, was entertaining. Not for you, you were shitting your pants. (laughs) But like for the Panthers to almost the Panthers fired their coach in the middle of the season, we're on their third quarterback, Sam Darnold, who's like trying to keep a job that he lost to three like two people already. Yeah. And they almost won the division. Yeah, yeah. And they had
0: Who's race. that? Uh, who's that running back? Foreman was running like 200 yards a game for like four yeah, weeks Foreman, in a row. <laughs> Hubbard, Yeah, not that only
3: Dante Foreman, but then there at the end of the season, there it was neither Hubbard or Foreman. It was the guy the Bills cut. What the hell was his name? Um, Raheem, something or other. Shit, it was. But it was a guy that the Bills, Blackshear. Jeez, I, th- oh, you know?
2: I didn't even pick up on I that one. I was well list, out on the Panthers deep, by that point. It I was, was too Sam busy
3: on... Darnold and Blackshear and steve Wilkes. i mean it was like titans of the game yeah and it was you know <laughs> steve Wilkes is their coach and they almost won the division that yeah. i was rooting for him by the end of it i'm like this is insane
1: yeah so was i i mean it just shows how much of a dumpster fire the nfc south was well oh,
0: the and panthers that... the panthers would have been more interesting to watch than that bucks team nah the, that one oh, yeah that I
2: don't know if not that- sure it would have been about. interesting for like five minutes. More interesting. And then, more interesting, yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: what's but the more Saints interesting almost than won the not Division interesting. Too, with Andy Dalton? I mean, like... Yeah. I mean, I'd buy into yeah.
2: Andy Dalton more than anybody else. Like, no. I'd rather Dalton than Jameis Winston, if I'm honest. Like, Winston's going to yeah, throw so many picks. Yeah, that's not really so a... many picks. Nah, difficult decision. Nah, the only thing that Winston gives you- I'd is rather Jameis him. Winston.
0: Dalton's kicked. Yeah, I'd have Winston. No. Nah. I mean, the Saints. I'd rather not have either of them, to be honest. But there so we you see so you think
2: Lamar's going to be Saints
0: cash money? You wanted to be you 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 did a tweet a while ago about him maybe being a Falcon, right?
3: That's where I was bringing it back to. So then you got yeah. the Falcons, who have, uh Mariota and fucking. I mean, Desmond I was excited Ritter. to see Desmond Ritter.
0: Mm. But... He's been okay.
3: He looked terrible. Yeah, I mean, he looks He's been okay. Bad, yeah. If they can get Lamar Jackson, though, and then they have Pitts, Algier, Drake London. I mean, with Lamar Jackson, that'd be pretty wild.
2: Let's just get off the yeah. Pitts thing, though, because now he's had two years where he's done nothing with a lot of hype. So now next is year touchdown is...
1: touchdown in two years as well? Yeah, now next
2: yeah. year is like, okay, actually show in your third year that you can play, well, he otherwise was injured. there's going to be no injured, more uh, hype uh,
0: He was injured a lot of this season, so you've got well, to kind of Venice write this one off.
1: But... Last year, he was the only offensive weapon and this year drake london definitely helped to step up and
0: step london's very good algier is
2: a legit running back he is i'm just stepping off the pits wagon um, going into next season
3: yeah, that's yeah. all Are i'm they, saying the, the, the the real quarterback
0: mm, maybe there we've, is that too yeah we've got the uh we've got the most cap space as well josh of any team so that is and and they were in on watson so if they're in on watson why would they not be on in on Lamar, I, I, I think if he's available, I think the Falcons are probably
3: number one to get him. And but, if you're Lamar, yeah. why wouldn't you want to go to Atlanta? He has no, I mean, look at the receivers on Baltimore, they're Duvernay. I mean, like, who are we talking about? I don't even mm-hmm. can't even name past that anymore. Yeah, I mean, you've got a great tight
1: end, but Bateman Rashad Bateman,
3: yeah, but he's uh over. I mean, Mark Andrews is like that's like Gronkowski or something by this point. He's old, you know what I mean? Like, you got Kyle Pitts, if he can do that with Mark Andrews. Hmm. imagine what he can do with kyle pitts
2: also oh, atlanta I'd... seems like a cooler city as well yeah like, it, i think it's...
3: he you know yeah he'd be way more into living although baltimore is you know i mean i don't know what he lives near i think he lives near baltimore more like proximity or no atlanta would be more of a proximity to where he's from i believe so and from Carolina,
2: uh, right? isn't there more strip clubs in atlanta than any other <laughs> oh, city atlanta. in the u.s so <laughs> i mean there's uh, i'm just the saying famous, you can have a lot of fun uh, in atlanta there's <laughs> that famous wall.
3: one they all talk up magic Ma- city called, uh, yeah magic city that's where like basketball players go uh... yeah all oh, right yeah that's one,
2: uh, one of our producers got a company uber to i think it was magic city when the super bowl was there and he woke up being like shit that was on the company account shit i hope they don't know what magic city is goddamn
3: great great wings <laughs> great wings oh, yeah? okay
2: that magic city yeah i did have some of the best barbecue i've had in atlanta so food good eats good strip clubs good hip-hop scene great stadium yeah no
3: it's uh if you are a young black man atlanta's like your jam i'm sure (laughs) or miami like it's just is i mean it's like it's not my scene but i I would go there. it's a beautiful place and like people have a great time it's just not like you know i think it's like 60
0: percent black as well yeah, no, it's if you're like gay, you go to West cities. Hollywood. If yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, it's,
3: it's fun, you know, it's the same. It's not um, to promote, you know, segregating the United States, but I mean, I go there and have a great time myself. But I mean, you know, if yeah. you were put ranking cities for me, I'd be like, Atlanta would be like four on a list of like, you know, yeah, we'll be the top three i'd rather live in like CIB like denver and you'd be like that's a white guy answer yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a white guy and a weed yeah. smoker's answer i know it's more liberal right. everywhere but and yeah a cold exactly. weather guy. <laughs>
3: yeah so exactly so it's like that's my phylum of like preference atlanta's Doesn't... hot and like it's down near florida there i don't like that part of the country oh it's cold in winter in atlanta it's
2: freezing in in winter it was like minus is four. It... Yeah, it was like minus four when we were there for the Super Bowl. It was ridiculous. I was That's there... like
3: that shit, though, with uh, Texas. It's like Austin gets like snow once in a while, but then you go and in... I, w- I was down there at December 9th and it was 85 degrees. And then you Jeez. like three weeks later, they're like, yeah, it snowed. You're like, what? That yeah. is not a normal place. I don't like that at all. Like that whole. And then you go east more and you're in Florida and there's hurricanes and alligators. I don't like that area. It's like a. See, all,
0: all of this living in the UK, all of this exciting weather shit. Either way, hot or cold, would freak me out because it's just so like steady here. It's like yeah. rain, and like when it's sunny, it gets up to like I don't know. I don't work in. We hit uh, like Fahrenheit. a maximum of like
2: thirty-five. Like, so what? so yeah. I don't know what well, that is in Fahrenheit, but yeah, it's
0: it's nice and warm. Oh,
1: we got to. 40. You
2: mean no
3: the wait you mean in the winter are you talking like sorry no
2: in summer in summer it's like a nice 35 degrees centigrade which yeah
3: that's a nice 35 that's a terrible 35 because it gets up like yeah it gets Mm -hmm. up to like 85 there and it gets humid right that's i mean you guys i feel like the climate is very similar to buffalo actually like it's just kind of on that less snow yeah just Mm. less snow less snow yeah we have a lake that's the problem we have this this lake with the cold air and it's just like someone was like we're gonna build a city right here where storms narrow as a knife can just <laughs> wreck it <laughs> that's what they did but um yeah i mean i don't like that so i mean like lamar jackson i just think that's a perfect pick for I, him to go there
0: i'd be excited about it i'd be worried about the injuries and paying like a huge contract and then he gets but at the end of the day
3: i guess that's yeah. true i mean wouldn't that be crazy if there was like a bunch of shipwrecked teams like Atlanta would have that? Say it went south, and then Denver has this Russell Wilson contract that just Ooh. is mm-hmm. looking like worse what is the yeah. Do you Sussle think it's the scheme? Do you think it was Nathaniel? It could very well have been Nathaniel Hackett.
0: I don't know. I, don't know. I mean you is saw it he, made, made, those he made
2: bad throws and bad reads. When you've got a guy five yards in front of you in the end zone, like directly in front of you, and you're not seeing him.
3: But can I say this, and I, uh, I've i been thinking about this a lot. You're not defending him, are you? Whoa. whoa. Well, yeah, no, You I'm started not... this train, Doug. No, I know. Don't but here's the thing. You're in train, Josh. I'm feeling, I'm starting to feel something about him where it's not like I did an ayahuasca trip or anything, but like I, <laughs> this thing with Nathaniel Hackett, I knew Nathaniel Hackett was going to be terrible. He was the Bills offensive coordinator when Doug Marone was the coach, and he's just like a Doug Marone sock puppet at the end of the day. And I know his dad was a coach or whatever, but I knew he would suck as a head coach. And uh, they hire him and I go, Oh my God, Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett, this is going to be, and it was, it was everything that I could have like, if I were to lay a bet on that, I would have done that him one and done. At least I didn't know he was going to get fired early, but then you're hearing things about Russell Wilson, where it's like, he's having trouble acclimating. He's, not understanding the playbook or he's like having moments in the huddle, like not in the huddle, but like in the battle, I guess, or of the play where he's making audibles that are from Seattle. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? So I think he has like and I don't I'm not saying this is a joke at all. I think he is like got a learning disability or something. And like (laughs) he learned that Seattle playbook he was younger. I think he's just like, maybe next year he'll be able, like, maybe they bring someone in that has his verbiage or like more of what he wants. Because Nathaniel Hackett's one of those nerds that's like, no, I name everything this. And he's got like probably weird audibles. He's one of those like f- Mike Tressman dork type coaches you know so you bet you're saying basically
2: you need to completely scale it back kind of what Aaron Rodgers was saying about Green Bay you need to scale it real back real nice and simple and slowly build it back up again with Wilson maybe
3: not even make it simple but just bring a guy in that speaks his language. so like have him have say like I could see them bringing in fucking um who's the old coordinator uh offensive coordinator of Seattle um Darryl Bevel yes I could see them bringing someone like that, like maybe not even the head coach, but like just someone who like knows Russell Wilson and just like, like an plugs in the same shit. Like yeah.
2: I guess if you'd spent all of that money, then you have to do something like that because... Like he has to have a say. Because you can't is, though... leave him without that and you've invested way too much money. I mean, the they've it's been pretty well spoken the cap hits is going to be if you kick russell wilson out the door anytime soon
3: yeah you cannot get rid of him anytime soon so it's like you gotta try and make this work so it's like hey man like what do you think you know what i mean like you gotta bring him in on that nathaniel hackett i can assure you didn't um didn't help didn't do that and i think nathaniel hackett thought he was coming in and getting aaron Rodgers. yeah i was about Mm.
1: to say that that's the reason why hackett was hired not because he was going to be a good coach for any other any other player who was there to try and lure rogers away from green bay and then when wilson comes along you realize that hackett clearly doesn't really know how to make
3: that work yeah it was so you got to find out like russell still has a chance he might not be a nightmare as far as a player still just maybe and like i hope he hasn't i mean i'm saying like lovingly things about him but i mean i hope he hasn't like you know for his sake i hope he hasn't lost the team because he's fucked you know what i mean like Mm. Yeah, if he's lost the locker room, he's fucked.
2: What? But it looked a lot like he had at the end of the season, mm. to be honest. Yes.
1: Especially I mean, when well, offensive players were getting in his face and really screaming at him before an offensive drive. Yeah,
3: but there were they were fighting each other too. I mean, like there were other guys like getting in fights on the sidelines. So I'm thinking like the locker room might just have been lost. Like there's a chance to salvage it on all fronts, not just. But that's almost even tougher
2: as well. If you've lost, if the locker room's gone like it has done, I mean, look how long it's taken the Jets after their kind of locker room just became reckless, abandoned disaster.
3: Well, the Jets have been a disaster since the 70s. I mean, I don't know what... Yeah. I don't and, know. The, the, by the Chad, way, the, the, Chad Pennington a little bit
1: with Rex Ryan and
3: Chad Pennington, you know, Mark Sanchez, back to back.
2: Chad FFC, Pennington, Tablet, Curtis yeah, Martin, that was though, Santana Moss. Like that was an okay team. Like it wasn't great, and then it but was it was like
3: a butt fumble in the wind though, that Mark yeah. Sanchez, Rex Ryan team. And then you are talking about Chad Pennington over yeah. there. They didn't even make the playoffs. They were, they were that was a, hard you got decent... a Chad Pennington jersey only. No, no. Are you not? No. I thought it's one of
1: the ones you might have
3: had.
2: I had an Abraham jersey back in it the... goes
3: back to long tradition chad pennington of the dolphins and jets swip swapping garbage they did it with adam Gase. <laughs> they love set they go like oh what they do to the dolphins oh the, the team is stripped down to its nuts and bolts let's hire that guy that's what they do So but like, i mean oh it's it's he a... went eight and eight let's hire let's get chad pennington he it... went eight and eight for the jets against us like it took yes, Robert
2: Salah to like come in and really shake the shit up quite a bit. To now it sounds like that at least they're a decent locker room with the right decent work ethic and everything. Are that's, they?
3: I mean, Zach Wilson goes out there and yeah, but that's
2: what that's defense under the bus. But I think everybody knows that that quarterback situation is still a disaster. I think everything else around it. When you look at the young talent that they've got on offense and the defense that they built this year. I think that is, that is a team that is one half-decent player away. I mean, imagine if they had Sam Darnold, who's at least c- more competent than anybody
0: else that they no, had. No, I think Brees Hall hadn't gone down as well. Brees mm, Hall was yeah. a big loss because yeah. he was running all over. Still people. banging Bruce the Sam Darnold drum. Yeah, he I, hey, he's terrible. Better than Zach Wilson. No,
3: Zach, you're going to see the renaissance of Sam Darnold next season. He's going to keep that Panthers job. He showed something. And he made Baker Mayfield. He's better than Baker Mayfield. He's better than fucking um, P.J. Walker or whatever the hell his name is. They'll probably yeah, draft somebody, but they'll throw Sam Darnold to the wolves for one more season <laughs> while that kid sits. It's going to be like C.J. Stroud. They're not going to start yeah. C.J. Stroud right away or somebody. I don't know who it'll be, but it's well, going to be. Bryce Young should be gone by then. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty like low unless they trade up with the Bears or something, but they could, I mean, I don't know what they would give them. They don't have any pieces left. Everything is, like, guys that are balling, but not, like, you know.
0: What did they get for McCaffrey? DJ Moore, I guess, then? Uh, they, sec- they didn't get a first, did they? It was a second and a third, <laughs> wasn't it? Okay. Because they're, they're picking ninth overall, which at one point yeah. in the season seemed like they would have, a, like, a top three pick. And they but could they get could give... One of the best guys, but... That's they could give
3: them. those uh, 49ers picks. Maybe they have their own, I don't know. And the first round pick and just take the first round pick from the bears who want to trade that. They just have to give them a haul. Like every, and someone's going to give them an insane amount of, they're going to give them like the yeah. next three years of first round picks or something because of these quarterbacks. And I don't even know which one, when I read the depth of the draft quarterbacks, I'm like, Levis is like number two project. I mean, they always get that wrong though. I feel like. Yeah. It's a lot of their, isn't it? I really feel like they always the projections are always wrong, like in which one goes where. It's like they think they know and yeah, but I mean, we've always seen it get mixed up other than when it was like completely obvious. Isn't Brock
2: Purdy showing us it doesn't really matter? That I guess that's true. draft oh, is complete bollocks. Like we had it with Brady, oh, one nine nine, 199, no, and I mean, like
0: that, But like Yeah, but with quarterbacks though, I'd argue like special, the best yeah. ones the best ones in the league are like first rounders. Aren't and they? over Most time
3: throughout history yeah yeah there's only like one tom brady obviously and then like sure one you kurt got like Warner. a guy who's like a second round yeah kurt warner's a rarity i mean everybody else is like mm. first one, round two, picks
0: three or four yeah yeah hurts was a second round he's the only that one left th- that was a fourth well, the other three uh but we've Russell just seen was that a third one. round
2: yeah but everyone thought yeah. he was too small yeah i don't know i just that was the other thing when you're talking about um you talking about Lamar and how much he's gonna get, and whether the whole Russell Wilson thing obviously puts teams off going as big as they have done on people like Lamar, especially who's already carrying injuries as well. Like his his bag isn't gonna be that big, but there is gonna be a team desperate enough to give him
3: an. Absolute I think it ton. will be. Why? Why shouldn't it be? He's a MVP. He's arguably the. I guess like, if. If I were, I mean, I'm biased obviously, but I think Josh Allen's the best quarterback out of that draft. Lamar Jackson is the second best one, and he got drafted at the end of that first round, like the last pick of that first round, I believe. Right? Mm-hmm, you disrespect mm-hmm. and frozen uh, there, Josh. <laughs> I dude, I what happened there? Honestly, I, asked I know. That last he time I was on, was I mean, to I just, the
1: Wolves and had a terrible, terrible. I thought situation he was going to be progress, good. So did but I. he's
3: on like twelve different. He always gets scooped up for a practice squad, and like you would think he'd. Stick on someplace in somewhere. I mean, he was on yeah. the Browns this last like, and he couldn't yeah, even like you beat get out Kellen ar-
2: Mond. If you get passed around like that, like, I mean, that confidence knock in a position where you need to have confidence and composure is gonna be murderous like But at least to
3: make a fucking third stringer. I mean, he gets cut <laughs> from the team. I mean, I he can't beat out some fucking guy who just got scooped up like on a undraft. You know, like there's guys like fucking who's the dude, uh, David Blau? I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 he yeah. balled his ass off at the end of the season. I'm like a David Blau guy. I play with him in Madden all the time now on the Cardinals. Like he was in, I think it's like, <laughs> this is the most time I've ever like those people that are like the NFL scripted. I don't think the NFL scripted, but like it's so bizarre that he was on the training camp Hard Knocks on HBO and they yeah. did a storyline about him. And then all of a sudden it's like, it was like The Bachelor or something. It was like, we're bringing in David Blau on the <laughs> in-season. Hard Knocks, And he was like the hero yeah. at the end. He like won them a game. I'm like, this is fucking weird that it's all on HBO. <laughs> that I could see David Blau's best year of his life, like a triumph. It wasn't even Hard Knocks. It was like the David Blau year. And fucking... It was bizarre. I couldn't believe it. And now he's going to be like, he could be on television. The guy's handsome. His wife's like a athlete. I'm like... This guy just set himself up for life if he never plays another down of football again, I feel. What does his <laughs> wife do? She's like a track star. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did you not watch that? Did you not know, watch no. Hard Knocks?
1: I, I find Hard Knocks, um, if I'm deadly honest, repetitive, processed garbage.
3: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I like it. Because you it, see, I the, mean... you,
1: you know, the players you're going to see are going to be the ones <laughs> that are going to be on the bubble or the star player most of the time they're on the bubble and they're going to build it up to oh they're going to make the team oh we're cutting you and you see Well that's why
3: down. the in-season hard knocks is kind of ref- I get what you're saying cuz it is formulaic to the point yeah. where like it got and also like nothing's going to beat Rex Ryan that year that he was in it, and he's like get a fucking snack like no that one's doing great. that shit anymore now they're all like composed they like have Cliff Kingsbury it's like that guy is as entertaining as paper on camera because he's going to eventually want a tv job after he fucks all the supermodels in thailand but <laughs> yeah it's a, it's uh, he's uh he's paper on each oh my god dude i want to talk about him in a minute but like uh fucking what the hell they just threw me off but yeah no right. i mean hard knocks the in-season hard knocks they have to go with who's playing because they follow him during the game so like
4: yeah
3: i got to like hang out with colt mccoy on hard knocks like that was electric For me, I love big Colt McCoy guy. So he's starting games. You're like rooting for Colt McCoy, even though I know they lose the games. I'm like, oh man, Colt, like you this is your shot to like he's like Todd Collins now. He's like getting another chance late in life. And then you have David Blau come off the fucking they steal him from the Vikings because he was picked cut by the Lions and Hard Knocks. The training camp. Mm -hmm. Gets picked up by the Vikings. He's on their practice squad and then the Cardinals claim him off the practice squad and he's starting, like, Christmas or something like that. I forget what it was. Over Trace McSorley, who, like, yeah is watched out Hard Knocks eat his dick for dinner on that one game.
2: <laughs> I don't know if we I... can get the in-season Hard Knocks in the UK because it's HBO, and I know we, like, I Sky or whoever it. has a deal with HBO, but I don't think we get the in-season one. So we only get what? the training camp one, and we get the Amazon All or Nothing, which that's become a bit naff because all or nothing that's was great. So and now it's like, unless they pick a really good team worth watching, it's very much nothing or well, less Well, the than best nothing.
0: one was the first year with the that's Cardinals. The yeah. And they had the Larry Fitz.
1: with an a- 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 no, NFC championship game with the Cardinals, a really interesting coach, really interesting team, really yeah. interesting stories and there was the year after was the rams and that was a shit show yeah all or nothing yeah. where the rams were terrible the under best jeff part of fisher that was like, the, in the little bit where you see Fisher get fired that was 10 minutes oh that was oh that was, so. oh that
3: was a that was a hard knocks training camp one right yeah well no they did
0: them in season
2: no no they did hard knocks training camp that year and then yeah. the all or nothing all. was the season That's after right. the training camp so yeah. you got to see it all and it was like oh it's all terrible
3: they've only done the in-season one now this is the second one they did last year they did it with the colts where yeah. it was uh did you see that one no we didn't get to see that no. either oh that's fucked up i mean god i, I wish agree. i could like they mail need to it pick to you a... they need
0: to pick a better team don't they like they they we're probably thought a... they were choosing a good team in the cardinals and then they would toilet
3: we live in uh you know 2023 i mean i feel like i you guys should be able to get it somehow
2: yeah i was because i wanted to watch the it's cardinals one it's not like one. snuff
3: films i have to mail to you in a, <laughs> like in a canister <laughs> or something and, uh, oh, watching cliff
2: Kingsbury and the cardinals this year is pretty much like a snuff film because that was
3: uh dude well there was a murder at the uh-oh. end yeah he's rough dude and then yeah they it's like red wedding at the end it's like uh <laughs> all of them get fired and cliff Kingsbury's in his they go to that gaudy house of his which i do you remember from the covid draft cliff was in his house he had a massive like imagine behind me i have a giant lion face and that's all i have because my apartment is pretty bare still i have like i just don't hang things up yet (laughs) and uh i uh i look at his apartment and he's got this opulent home it's insane do you remember (laughs) from the draft he was like sitting on the couch yeah it was a big
2: black couch and it was a huge room right just yeah, an like a empty, big huge room. Yeah. room and
3: he's like i don't have family or anything he keeps saying that you're like all right man you know like <laughs> are you okay <laughs> and he's like talking about how he's never at that house and you're like why would you do this and you know it's massive and gaudy and so like at the end of it he's just sitting i'm like is cliff Klingsbury gonna keep this house like they need to ask him that in hard knocks <laughs> like why haven't they asked him but then you read an article he's out in thailand with some supermodel and like he goes, I'm stepping away from football for a while. And I go, that's it's kind of smart. Like, I like that. Because he's, you got to think like this. The guy is already a generationally wealthy person from his college and pro now career. And he played in the league. He was, I mean, sure, it wasn't like forever and it wasn't very long. But he made league minimum. So, like, that's enough money to, like, for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I mean, the guy has money. And he can step away from the game, and maybe the guy's good looking. He's gonna—I think he's gonna go for like a McVeigh TV job before McVeigh steps away from the game. He's gonna swoop in there, and they're gonna be like, "Cause he's handsome or whatever." Got no
2: personality though. Like that's I the thing know, you but someone's TV. gonna fall no for
3: rubbish. it. People yeah. like
1: that sometimes. You want someone just to analyze That'll and they'll be... give you all their personality bits and pieces, don't you? And like, maybe I, he goes to, to Thailand. Myself, or... but yeah. Another thing too, with him being fired. He will still be getting paid for the years of his contract where he got That's fired. Right. So, the next yeah. couple of years, yes, yeah, so next three years, I think it is. He'll still get no, paid. Three years, yeah. two, Or three or two years, wherever there's left over, he'll still be getting paid for that. Oh. I mean, you see it in, in Premier League football all the time, mm. where yeah. the coaches get li- ridiculous money over several years, get fired after one. Well, they just go sit on the beach for four years.
3: That's Why great. Not? Yeah. Some of these guys, I mean, maybe because they're young now. We're not used to, we're like, why wouldn't they coach until they're like 85? Because we're used to all these old ass coaches from when we were kids. And now that they're young, they're like, they're really spending the same amount of time in the league as those old guys. They just took forever to get there. And like, these kids are like, I mean, I say kids, but they're like my age. Like Mike McDaniel is like my age and Sean McVay's, I think like four months younger than me or something like it's really like in the same so it's kind of bizarre I'm like I'm the age of a coach (laughs) (laughs) that's a bad feeling
2: yeah it's not great when you see Sean McVay (laughs) waltzing around on like hard knocks he's got this massive house with like the putting green in the back and everything and then you're like okay I'm never gonna earn as much money as you do in a season let alone right my, you know in a week probably in mind if life, I probably. I
3: mean it makes you go like that's crazy and you look at their contracts and you're like that's you gotta remember that they're making so much fucking money mm. yeah. and uh it's banana land I mean um well that's yeah, where I mean, it, there's an element of like if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, though I'm sorry real quick if I'm him though. I'm staying in Thailand doing whatever I want for a while. And then when you come back, there's actually going to be like a buzz about him. If he wants to coach again, someone, some job will open up and he'll be like, he'll walk back to America and his like hair will be shot, shot, like shaggy and shit. And he'll be like, what's up. And they'll be like, Oh, we got to hire him. You know, he's,
2: <laughs> he's learned something out in Thailand. Yeah. He's, he's come back wiser. Yeah. He's, yeah.
3: He's... He... You're a genius. We all know it. We saw he's what He's been doing drawing plays like... on the
0: sand and shit with a stick.
3: Yeah, yeah, We saw what you did with Baker <laughs> and we saw what you did with... Who was before Baker? You yeah, had Texas Tech. Oh, Mahomes. He, Mahomes. Mm. You made Patrick Mahomes. Come make this quarterback. That's going to be some fucking hero story for... Well, especially when brain.
2: the next guy in Arizona can't deal with Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray failing will be a massive Do you think that's going to be a thing? That's interesting.
1: Because yeah. well, he can't stop playing Call of Duty.
2: <laughs> and he's not about. that good a quarterback. I that's really amazing. Don't.
3: Yeah. I I love that. That's like a legitimate. That's why that was in that contract. It was like you need yeah. to. It was to limit his college. That's so funny, dude. That video games. Are, yeah. After could you imagine the... that thirty for thirty down the road where it's just like. And he discovered Call of Duty. And then it's like <laughs> yeah. it's talking about the downfall of Kyler Murray and like at the end they talk have like this lecture on the video game, the dangers of like addiction to video games or something. Yeah, like they it. roll
0: out some professor of like psychology, like talking Such about how bad it is for fucking... your brain and shit. Yeah. The thing,
3: the Michael Irvin was doing crack in the locker room <laughs> and shit, and now we have <laughs> Kyler Murray's on his, like, PSP, like, on his phone. He's got the backbone under, like, the blankets <laughs> yeah. and the fucking... Just a minute! Just a minute! Whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: the thing, the, the stats of when there's been a Call of Duty drop or new patch or anything added on to the game, whenever that happens, Kyler Murray's stats the week after are absolutely atrocious. So it's clear, if it's that obvious. that
3: a meme or if that's for real? Because, I mean, I, w- I will never know. I don't play Call of Duty. Me neither, but I'll, I'll hope it's real. But I, yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I hope to the Lord that's real because that is so
2: funny. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, somebody did do the maths on it all of his game okay. tape and everything, and it was when a new Call of Duty comes out, and when there's double reward XP weekends that's that they it, have, and it, if there's a double reward XP weekend, Kyler's game drops off massively, or like few days or whatever it is, and if there's yeah, and when the new game that comes out, it drops so off massively.
3: Fucking amazing, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean this league man i love it but you think he uh turns that i mean i don't think there's turning that around i mean i'm 36 and i play like nhl like every other day i mean i it's like how i like meditate so i mean but he's like clear on but
2: how how is call of duty like meditating like that's more intense than an nfl game there's like so much kind of crap going on i play
3: hockey and like baseball and shit and it's like chill you know
2: yeah baseball to put yeah. you to sleep before you go to bed nice yeah i love baseball
3: <laughs>
2: there's a reason why it has a standalone place when all the other sports aren't playing josh that's all i'm saying
3: oh i don't mind it It a summer go by a little slower
2: oh it's the thing i hated so much about going on holiday in the summer to the u.s it's like all the other sports stop and it's like going to a baseball game is fun it's cheap beers oh, yeah. hot dogs i
1: quite like watching baseball nice
0: oh, oh you gotta it's a it. can't do it
3: not to get all queefy on you but it is a lesson in how to be in the present and i only learned this when i didn't have a day job i mean like when you're working during the day and everything like that you don't have time to follow baseball but like i love the fact that i can wake up like like a wednesday and i'm just like turn on a baseball game at like 10 a.m and then there's just baseball the whole day people are like we got to make these games go by quicker i'm like go by quicker i want them to be longer <laughs> and it's just like quiet it's like music in the background i get like writing done i mean it's like the you just hear like the noise of the stadium and then the announcer's like oh, that's 2-0 count you know what i mean it's like music it's like it's like listening to birds trip or something i don't know but, it, uh,
2: yeah, it's a good background thing. You can do other stuff while baseball is going. I can stare
3: like, at it too. I mean, every pitch, you watch the pitches, you're like, oh, look at him dole it out, you know? it's You get into the, like, hypnotized by it, it's a little bit, you know what I mean? It's like thump. watching, uh... It's like thump. fishing or something, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah,
2: yeah I don't know.
3: It's, you gotta, like, enjoy being in it, as opposed to being like, come on, let's get some... And then there's action too, and you're like, holy hell, like, especially lately. There's, like, all these... New fast young players coming out that are just like doing crazy shit. So,
2: well, like the um, the pitcher that can actually slug home runs, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Otani, yeah, yeah, Ohtani, yeah. You yeah pay that makes
3: dollars here to go to Anaheim and watch him play baseball. It's crazy. See, Don't that's the those that's <laughs> the great thing
2: about about baseball, it's so cheap. Like, the Some NFL place. is never well, that's gonna there's be
3: 300 like 300 games it, a year, it yeah, wasn't a yeah, superstar dodger games are a fucking nightmare
2: really how much are they
3: i mean i paid for a regular season ticket back in may or something like 121 dollars, and then to compare that to i could sit in the same spot in an angel game granted i went on a sunday but like if you were to compare nights it would still cost like 65 dollars to go to a dodger game probably Damn. whereas it's like you could get an angel ticket for eight dollars yeah and, they're, and but then you know it's a little bit further away but
2: and you just work your way down to the better seats after you spent eight bucks for the one up on top. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
3: But the yeah. good seats are like eight. I mean, it's really disgusting because they have, not to turn this into a baseball podcast, Mike Trout and Shalei tying two generational players. Like you're watching history when you see them play. So yeah. It's like crazy that nobody.
2: Mike Trout but reminds you know. me a lot of JJ Watt, by the way.
3: J.J. Watt, you got to watch him on the in-season Hard Knocks too. his retirement, so that made me feel like that. He knew, like, he was like, well, if I'm going to retire, I might as well do it on HBO. But
2: well, they, you know. The Cardinals have all said that they didn't know he was going to retire until, no, like, yeah,
3: I mean, I think he knew, like, he saw, like, I'm on HBO.
2: Oh, you think he took, like, the, I'm going to be in the spotlight for this kind of thing? Because they really,
3: like, did a whole... He's episode. that kind of
0: guy.
2: Yeah.
3: He's crying, they're showing him in the film room crying when they did, like, a little tribute and, like... They wouldn't have had that if he just retired on a non-HBO year. That's true.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting people like Brady to be like, "Oh, you're a great, man."
3: Yep. <laughs> there they you go, buddy. Of, did you see that? I mean, the yeah, yeah. Montage of it. Well,
2: a... well, that went all around Instagram and social media and stuff. So I saw the montage of all the players yeah, and like his brothers. Hartmax, and stuff.
3: But like, you wonder if that would have been filmed. I mean, I guess they're all kind of filming stuff now. They're all having their own content. Content has become. Uh,
0: job hey. within the nfl which is interesting yeah. Yeah. he was so sick jj Watt. like i remember do you remember that season or was it over a couple of seasons where he was he caught like five touchdowns as well yeah <laughs> he was like and he was getting interceptions and running them back as well he was like doing everything it's like he was in high school it's like he was the the high school athlete that's better than everyone
3: they had him in that he was doing in the package.
0: nfl mm.
1: yeah because he's a tight yeah. end in college so he was so good. That's where he started. Like TJ Watt did the same. He was a tight end and then got changed over to the end and well, rest is history for both of them really.
3: He uh, in this actual in in this episode where they played against uh, the 49ers, Kittle was walked up to him and you know, he's all mic'd up and everything, so you can hear their conversation. And Kittle uh, he goes, They're gonna throw you in a goal line package or what? And <laughs> he was like, No, I retired that one long ago or whatever because I guess he hasn't done it since like Houston or Mm. I don't think he's ever done it on the Cardinals Mm. and I think like he had to stop doing it because he was you know he kept getting hurt he kept hurting his hands or something like maybe not on those plays but he just kept you know
2: there's no point throwing to a guy that's got a busted hand and can't really feel good glass
3: towards the end there I feel like
0: yeah oh can I ask you something this is not just for you Josh but can somebody please explain to me what the fuck was going on at the end of the Cowboys game? Because you mentioned it in your <laughs> podcast Dude, um, don't with Ian. I didn't even know how to
3: explain that to like, like a person that doesn't watch football. Like, well, try explaining
0: that. it to somebody who does watch football, because exactly. I do not
3: I do not understand
0: what was going on there. They were acting as if they were going for a field goal when they Imagine needed like a touchdown. They were, the first no
3: of they were like, you'd call the timeout. That's what you dialed up, Kelly Moore? I, yeah. I don't understand. Well, he's Why running... isn't he? They rushed two. The yeah. the Niners rushed
0: two. Why is he not rolling out and waiting for the play to for Lamb or someone to go upfield I mean, and it's well, a Hail
2: Mary play? He makes a disastrous read because he's got um, T. Y. I'm Hilton on the outside with two blockers in front. So he should have yeah. thrown that rather than anything else. But Kellen yeah. Moore's trying to run a hook and ladder because that's how Boise yeah. State did the hook and ladder against Oklahoma when Kellen Moore he was called the...
3: the hook and ladder, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like
2: he's trying to run a similar style of thing with Boise State. So he's got two options for a hook and ladder with like blockers outside. And they just don't take him for the count that Zeke Zeke Elliott is going to be fucked. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like, what are you doing as you running back?
0: You know, even better, the play before that, Schultz fucking forgetting that he's got two feet. He doesn't only drag his feet. He like, it feels like it was deliberate almost that when you watch it on the replay, you're like, how? He's got no pressure. No one's around him. He just forgets that he's got another foot that he's got to get in bounds. Like it's oh, this so is the, crazy.
2: This is the Cowboys just ending
0: every single season in the playoffs I mean,
3: with a yeah, weird I mean, ex- thing. Act like they expected them to win. Oh, that,
0: yeah, that. Yeah, oh, we, we were saying that, Josh. Yeah, it's crazy. Their expectations are just. Not... That's why the thing about them destroying TVs was so ridiculous. Because it's like, well, did you really think this was your time? Like, even did if you squeezed that game, favorite? you
3: would have lost in the next round. Like, what's going on? You are a wild card team. What are you yeah. talking about? Mm, yeah. You were lucky to be in the. When you're a wild card team, you're like, sick. We're in the divisional round. Like, man, over exceeding our expectations. They should have lost against fucking Tampa Bay, in my opinion. I mean, if Tampa Bay was a true divisional winner, but obviously, like.
1: The South is a mess. Yeah. Yeah.
2: A mess, yeah. yeah.
3: And I thought I did bet on Tampa Bay.
1: So I think it, a lot of people I, did. We I lost 200 pounds in winnings because Tampa I bet Bay I, decided to I, all I would all have all the I would have won
3: like 2 grand if uh if cuz I had the Jaguars, the Giants and Tampa Bay in a three leg parlay. But I did them yeah. separately too, but I put them all in a parlay. And all I needed was the the Bucks. Bucks yeah. Speaking and I was like, bet. "Oh, Tom Brady! This is the only time I've ever bet on <laughs> Tom Brady in my life."
0: <laughs> and he screws you. Fuck me again, and, and I banged.
3: go, "You're done. You're never dead again." Now, man. Speaking and of he's going to go to the sorry. Raiders. You think?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
3: Speaking of bets, I want to hear. Sorry, let's
1: just get one one thing in. Someone put a bet of first touchdown scorers of Kelsey Goddard. I saw that. Yeah. Um. Who's Dawson Knox and uh, Dalton Ooh. Schultz? Fifty dollars return nine hundred and fifty grand. Oh, just that the chase touchdown instead of Dawson Knox killed it for him.
3: Oh, I thought you. I were was going to say to go I thought you were saying he got
0: it. No, no, no. no, no. One, he, one. He was one uh, away.
3: Oh, somebody had I think maybe an anytime touchdown parlay of all the games, mm, right? And, maybe, and like something crazy like you just said. So I thought you were talking about this one. It went viral of him like watching the final. Like he just needed. I don't remember if it was Kittle or McCaffrey or something, but he just needed that one and he got it. And they like showed him winning and he won like $72,000 oh. off of like a $5 ticket or something like that.
2: Beautiful. Was, yeah.
3: Like something insane. Like it was like, I don't even remember what, it, but I thought you were naming that one because that was like a big story I didn't around see that here. One.
2: No, I, I saw the guy losing by one, the one that Jazz said, and it's just yeah. the chase one that fucked him. And he had all other three and it was yeah five dollars and almost a million was coming back to the him. one
3: that they reversed to that's fucked up yeah. i really do i mean like i couldn't believe that wasn't a touchdown but then i like made sense but like with the snow it's tough to like get a sense of like where that white line ends you know mm-hmm. mm. or begins
1: so you think brady to the raiders
3: yeah i think because mcdaniel's there mm-hmm. i think he's Tommy's from the Bay single yeah well, the Bay Area is nowhere near Vegas, but single uh, <laughs> or
1: the you go to the Moonlight uh-huh. Bunny Ranch, whatever oh, everyone's There's a connection. No, it's
3: okay. No, but I mean, uh, the fans will like it. They say 49ers would be the Bay, but that's the but because that's not. like his childhood team. But they're like, you know, they they don't know what the hell they they got a three headed. Mo- if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, it's like, what do you do? yeah you're not you you're not dropping drop, drop purdy
2: you no, you no, might no. even still want to keep jimmy garoppolo because he's shown that he's such a great backup to have and you've got Lance? well he's, he's there on a rookie deal like you know he's not yeah, gonna cost do you, you do? that much
3: maybe you trade him though
0: maybe, maybe yeah. you little
3: know, draft pick you trade up in the draft i don't know you'd i mean give him
0: to some dumb team like carolina to or atlanta well someone yeah. will do like oh, a little, hopefully like, not
3: someone will need like a I i kick the tires on a couple of teams you know the
0: jets like would love a
2: love a trey lance
3: jets i mean you got what if like you don't know who's gonna like packers might lose aaron Rodgers. there's talking about that today actually, which i thought was funny too they're saying he might go to the jets which i'm like he's just gonna do everything brett Favre does yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
3: there's no way yeah. he goes to the jets <laughs> just because brett Favre went to the jets there's no way Aaron Rodgers <laughs> goes to the jets.
2: i think he's just retire. to be honest i think he just should just step
3: no, he's going to play. He's got to prove them wrong, like that it's their fault that it's not going well. He, they always do. They always try. And if Tom Brady can get a massive contract, someone's going to pay Aaron Rodgers and uh but no one's going to also s- from the Bay Area. No
2: one's going to fucking sign up with Aaron Rodgers in the same way that people signed up with Tom Brady. Rams, like, mate. No, but no one They're will... going
3: to sign up. Are you can even look at what they did with Russell Wilson. They're going to No, no, no. No.
2: no. I mean, like other players won't jump on the bandwagon. Like Brady was great in Tampa because everybody else was like, yeah, let's go. No one wants to play with Rodgers because everyone's like, oh, he's no, a dick. Come on. I
0: disagree. He, he's, but he's one of he's the best quarterbacks ever. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, People who want to play with him. Of course they
2: will. I don't know. I yeah. don't think free agents would be like, oh, let me think, pile on with Rodgers. I don't Rogers. think
3: people want to go to Green Bay to play with him.
2: No. That's definitely true. Yeah. yeah,
1: Specifically because Green Bay always build a side that doesn't really work very well in the snow in the winter. That's why they do so well in the regular season. They want to get us to playoff time.
3: <laughs> Green Bay's no Atlanta, let me put it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Hmm. I just don't...
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't, It doesn't have that same pull as Brady's character does. It's like the perennial winner and everything like that. He's a gr- Well,
3: you're comparing I'm, it to Brady. I mean, no, Brady's like, one. but if there is anybody that even comes close, it's Aaron Rodgers. For sure. You can't... So but, it's like, who else is going to have that pull? I mean, you think people no one went with russ you know and he made an insane contract and it's like
2: oh rogers will get the deal i'm just saying it won't he won't have a chance to compete necessarily it's it's not like some like brady went to tampa and everybody else piled in with Tampa. carolina's
3: a place somebody could pick up uh, Mm -hmm. one of these logjam guys um the saints saints Mm would be a good one rogers to the saints
2: would be the way a place where he could compete immediately
1: especially landry thomas and uh
3: What's-his-face?
1: Oh,
2: what's the other one? I love it. Yeah.
3: What if there's a trade? What if if Green Bay sees desperation? They trade Aaron Rodgers to Denver, where he wanted to go for Russell Wilson.
2: So Russell goes all the way up to Green Bay. He'd hate that. Green Bay country, let's cheese. The trouble with that is Jordan Love's
3: there.
1: Because Jordan Love will be the one they start. They're not not (sighs) going to spend all that time with... Jordan
3: Love in the wings and not giving didn't him a play chance.
2: too badly when he came in against I mean, Philly as well this year. He is
3: just a rookie contract though. I mean, that's the thing. Did they re up him?
1: No,
2: are they, are they' still on the same You need to find
3: deal?
1: out if you re up him or not, don't you? Really, that's the trouble. You have to, yeah, you have but, to give mean, him Yeah, but I mean, that chance. would be this year, wouldn't it? Yeah, that, that's what I think will happen. I think Jordan Love will be given this year to find out if he's got what it takes. So I don't see them getting rid of a Rogers contract and then inheriting a Wilson contract because it
3: then hamstrings the team yeah. further. I don't think they, that. What if they I trade? in Love, and they bring Russell Wilson in to compete with Aaron Rodgers.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: just have yeah, veteran just, minimum across the rest of the
2: positions of the crazy. whole team.
0: <laughs> this is
2: like a some men want to watch the world burn type thing. You're just crazy a
0: Just I was going <laughs> <is> to <there> just... <laughs> say, so, yeah, smoke some more, Josh.
3: Let's get it all. Oh, I got to get my head right. I got to for saying that one. No, I that would just be funny if they just seeing those two. Compete on the same team for some reason. Um, Seattle. Yeah, though you of, can
1: see them kind of signing Smith to a decent
4: extension. there. Yeah. Um, I,
3: you got to hope, or at least like maybe like a two year. I mean, he's 33, talking about age or whatever. He's pretty old too now at this point.
4: Yeah. So I mean, it's like if,
3: two years if, maybe.
1: If Kenny Pickett had been terrible i would have been banging the drum for him to come to the steelers but i don't think one we could afford him and two picking like quite like good Pickett towards
2: the, good. the end as well yeah, yeah. good yeah. enough to s- stick with and see what Absolutely. you do with but him you yeah i yeah. think they yeah, might yeah, yeah. get a
3: veteran presence behind him as opposed to mitch trubisky who was like a competitor <laughs> you know what i mean mitch trubisky's yeah. not coming back i mean i think he was on a one-year deal wasn't he So like... two years it was two years oh was it they'll, two years
1: they'll yeah. probably cut him i yeah, think but it was two years 15 mil so it it's not as if he'd get rid yeah. of him and lose a huge cap hit. I think so, they'll just
3: right. cut him. I think they could sign a guy that's just like a mentor.
2: Yeah, happy to sit. Like what Fitzpatrick used to do, kind of thing. Yeah. Like a
3: Flacco mm. or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Joe Flacco's still going.
0: I love that he's, he's getting still paid just... up and down the league. Flacco, he's been in the league forever now.
3: Same with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan got, I mean, he's got to rip. Matt Ryan, I just saw him on television. Oh, doing. so sad. What did broadcast. they do to my boy? He's done. He's out. Mm. he's old i did i was on here was it oh no yeah you would have been mad that i was comparing joe flacco and matt Ryan. yeah appearance. i did i heard that josh i didn't i didn't oh uh, yeah when we were at the up, comedy
2: it... store yeah that was uh yeah that
0: was insane
3: <laughs> i mean i still I well
0: i mean way. you know i guess it kind of, this year helped your side of that argument right. but i think you are misremembering uh yeah but you time was for like as we saw this year, it
2: it wasn't Matt Ryan because you put any quarterback behind that Colts offensive line and it was garbage. So
3: if you look at Matt or if you look at Joe Flacco's stat line in his first five years, it's equivalent to like Mahomes level or something like that. I saw like Mahomes is the only other quarterback to do X Y C other than Joe Flacco in the first five years of his career or something like that. Look up the stat line in the first five years. I'm telling you, that's the that's where the super bowl was and like the stat lines in the pudding i
0: thought he was only really setting it like in the playoffs that year they won it but yeah i don't know i'd have to look
1: that Ravens team is based on it. defense wasn't it
0: it'll be like the Halo only guy the on the internet run. googling flacco stats <laughs> like google's gonna get confused i just
3: saw something like i mean they showed it on tv like the graphic and everything i just can't remember the exact <clears throat> like stats but it was like the first five years of their career the only other quarterback to do this was joe Flacco. that's mm.
4: interesting
2: uh 56 interceptions in the first five years 102 <laughs> touchdowns maybe it was that and uh QB was ra- that a qb rating of 86.3 <laughs> 174 sacks <laughs> yeah yeah uh every 17 games three and a half thousand yards in the regular the season, thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the five years averages coming through. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not buying this. Joe Flacco ripped the league up <laughs> in the first, yeah. first five years of his career, and then he trailed I off. I think I'll I'm take not... Matt Ryan getting
0: twenty five <laughs> touchdowns a year and four thousand yards. Ninety nine point
2: nine percent of the time, I'll always
0: back
3: up the got... American. But like, they got a big stat on this one though: the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah! Oh my God.
0: Why are you playing me like this? Trent Josh. Dilfer's got a so Super well. Bowl.
3: Like, come on. Brad Johnson's got a
0: Super Bowl.
1: MVP? I think a Super Bowl MVP that year too, I think. Joe Blacko,
3: yeah, he won the yeah. truck. So,
2: hey. Oh, Matty. Mistakes were made. Eli Manning's got two. It devalues the Super Bowl ring immediately. He's a
3: Hall of Famer. <sighs> Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. You got to got to give it to him. He beat the Patriots. It's the magnitude <laughs> of the game too. Not not only he beat the almost undefeated like yeah. undefeated Patriots. from the he wild card
0: as well wasn't it yeah.
3: yes Six, eight, you gotta yeah. you gotta respect the pedigree sick. of the it's like picking a bowl team for college it's like you gotta respect how they got there i don't they got their rings
2: i don't have to respect eli manning no matter what you say <laughs> i do not have to sit here and show him any i do like the respect. manning
0: pod the manning cast though so uh, that's fun, huh? have
3: that's you like seen doing a podcast like a we'll, we'll watch and it's like a That's a it's an awesome idea
2: But have you seen the Pro Bowl adverts that he and his brother are doing? Everything good about the Manning cast, the Pro Bowl adverts that they're doing are so like dorky and shit and just unfunny. And it's like the Manning cast is fun because it feels like Manning
3: produces those, right? Like he has a Omaha Productions, (sighs) and they're making. That's why they're like getting involved in like the media. Him and his brother, he's making his own like media thing. No, I
2: don't like
3: it they're like hiring comedy writers and stuff for something i don't know what but it's like they're trying to like make shows or something i don't really know what's going on yeah i don't like they're making all those commercials
0: you should go and write some jokes for him josh get some bang i
3: love it but they would never never (laughs) yeah i don't think they'd like your jokes probably (laughs) i'm not getting a job in this industry ever at this point so <laughs> based I'm, off of everything i say
2: i don't want to go back to the bills game too much josh but i did want to ask this i was thinking about it um last year you watched the bills lose on stage to the chiefs and obviously this year same round perhaps maybe more expectation on the bills was it almost easier watching it happen last on stage than at home
3: no that okay. part sucked. but last year it hurt in like a decent way you're like oh man you know it was blow for bl- this one was like i wanted and the city is on like last year it was like we'll get them next year you know like this one people are mm. like what the fuck was that and everyone's kind of like there's people that like i said are like blow it up and mm. you're like that's insanity but there are people saying like people of yep. the sky is falling okay so i don't know what's gonna like if the city is down so bad after Damar Hamlin literally lived, and now yeah. it just everything just feels weird, and people are like, it was a fake, he's, you know, like, everything just got really weird. And we lost. Do you think people so will like, put it in
0: context, like, give it a couple of weeks and months, and maybe people will see it differently? It was still a good season, it just had a...
3: I hope so. I mean, I'm fine with the, I mean, we had, we were 13-3, and three. I mean, like,
0: yeah.
3: That's last year. We were eleven and six, and it was still a good season. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know. It's three years of the AFC East, and we're already getting like spoiled on it. Like it's annoying. Like people forget that we weren't in the playoffs for Mm. fucking twenty plus years or whatever. So
2: yeah, and it's you wouldn't accuse Buffalo of being like a bandwagon. Like LA was a sellout all of last season. No one's gonna be a
3: bandwagon, but they are like. But they're getting like and again it's not because they're bandwagon they're still on the team but they want like McDermott fired or they That is so them. crazy. The There's
0: McDermott people like, firing Josh Allen,
3: this. Josh Allen's windows closing. You're like, "What?" Cuz just started. He's <laughs> like 26, isn't he? How yeah, fucking old is he? 10 years. Jesus Christ.
1: I think maybe they're just talking about it in terms of the cost of his contract and the cap hits and team building.
3: I, I guess. Yeah. Sure. But, like, that's everybody. You know what I mean? Like, that's just – that's life. Pay him him the bills. And uh, you got to hope Bean got an eye for talent, which, by the way, everyone's questioning Mm. that guy too. I mean, because, like, the defense really, like, shat the bed. And we didn't have Von Miller. Didn't have Micah Hyde. But it's, like, didn't have Micah Hyde. We didn't have a lot of the secondary, by the way. I mean, it was pretty, like, picked down to the wire and they were all they their friend almost died so it's like they're all kind of like
2: messed up with that yeah Mm -hmm.
3: yeah i mean like despite the fact that he lived and it's like moving on but like you know that guy was in the room every day like now he's on a fucking vet you know they got him back and they're like oh thank god but like now it's like now you gotta like study football and like go take hits and shit so it's i think they're like gonna be a little fucked up from that but um Yeah, it was just a shallow defense, and everyone doesn't know if Bean's like, you know, Trey Edmonds, do you pay him? Do you pay uh, at Oliver?
0: Dak Lawson. And, uh,
3: you know, you saw this coming down the track, so I said that. I'm like, we're drafting all these defensive guys in the first couple rounds. Someone's going to be a casualty. We cannot possibly keep all these guys, especially if they all play up to snuff, like live up to their draft picks. They're going to, like, want to go to free agency or – or get yeah. paid what they're worth, or like get paid what they're worth. Yeah, and like you can only pay so many of them, though. Like, yeah.
1: Well,
2: so, Greg, Greg,
3: Greg Rousseau's coming up. Uh, I mean, I think Edmonds really. That Dolphins game was the best game he's ever played.
1: Yeah, that, that big hit at the sideline too was.
3: There was, was a couple. Happens. He had a, he had a couple big hits, and I think he like batted a couple balls down. It was like finally he's playing because the man is a he is a monster. He is huge, yeah. and he's so young, like. We drafted him when I think he was like 19 or some shit. Like, I think I want to say he's like only 22 years old right now. And he's been in the league for his whole first contract 22, 23. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, he's still going to mature. And it's like, I feel like you got to keep him. I think, I agree. like,
0: hard, oh, isn't it? I don't think you've got like crazy. You're not one of the teams with crazy cap room.
3: No, but I mean, like, tricky, he's a it? big piece. He's a middle linebacker. I mean, yeah. I think. I think because he is such, like, a fucking specimen, dude, like, and he's not even matured yet, I think, like, his sky's the limit. He's going to play for, I mean, a while longer. And he's already, like, more than serviceable. I mean, he's, like, the lights are on every now and then, but, like, he's, you know, made leaps and bounds since he started, and he's, like, basically was a kid. I mean, it's, like... Hmm. Comparatively though, yeah. people like some people don't get drafted till they're 24. I don't even think he's 24 yet, and he's at the end of his co- first contract.
1: Do you think it's kind of overshadowed him a little bit with how good Matt Milano is, though? Because he's, I see mean, Matt Milano's a guy
3: that way. like he is like one of those lunchbox guys, like a lunch pail guy, like a blue collar guy. Like he's like a late round pick that just like over lived up to his yeah. draft pick. And like, I think he's a guy that you end up sadly losing because oh really okay you know we drafted him i mean i don't want to but i mean like he's gonna end up getting like kind of lost in the wash because he can either just like take what they're gonna offer him which i don't imagine will be like too bad but he could also go test for agency and get overpaid somewhere yeah that's true
2: right i don't want to cut this Short, but I have to be up to do some figure skating oh, I'm work. Sorry. No, no, no. I have to. It's just I have to get up tomorrow to cover figure <laughs> skating tomorrow. So, uh, which is a slightly different turn of events. But you know, whatever. Um, but we do have to do bets for this week as yeah. well. Um, I've done two. So I've done myself two a, bets. Well, I've done a, I've done a, fourfold wow. bet on the two Thank games you. for this week, and I've also done a bet builder for one of the games as well. So. I am taking the over of 45.5 points total for the Niners against the Eagles and the over of 46.5 for the Bengals against the Chiefs. And I'm taking Mm -hmm. the Niners to cover the 2.5 spread and the Bengals to cover a minus 2 spread at 15 to 1.
3: You said you're taking both overs? Yeah. That bit me in the ass. Last time around, I did the same thing. That's
0: exactly what I've done as well. I've I've done Eagles... I've done Eagles minus two and a half. I've got Chiefs well, you, you, plus two. Okay, yeah, sorry. And I've got both overs. You've got, so you got
2: Chiefs plus two and the Eagles yeah. minus two and a half. So, yeah, you've done the opposite
0: on my spreads. So yeah. yeah, sorry. I just meant that I took both the overs as well.
3: I'm going to ride with you. I love it over every time. I can't resist it, and you're all betting it, so i got to ride with it. All right. Um, so I'm going to take those, and uh, I am going to go... 49ers plus two and a half uh and I'm going I can't believe that's plus two and a half yeah, they I'm changed
0: gonna... it I'm sure that was that was one and a half like two days hey, ago
3: the Bengals the Chiefs no 49ers Eagles
0: yeah I'm no. sure that was one and a half they've changed the it, other ones why. one and a
3: half on my sheet here too but it oh, went
1: we'll... to two and a half before we of the podcast it was a two and a half so money's gone back on the Chiefs to cover that spread it mm-hmm. plus two mm-hmm. and a half
3: so I'm gonna take 49ers plus two and a half. That's even odds on my thing here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna take um... the Chiefs are plus one and a half, huh? I guess I have to take the Chiefs, and especially with all the bad apple Eli Apple stuff. Yeah, yeah, apple. you can't
2: be on the Bengals too hard. Get him, right? no. Jazz.
1: So
3: I've only got a double. If
1: you want to tell me the uh, take the overs, I will also take the overs too. I've got the 49ers bengals minus one and a half and then both the overs and that got me to 14.6 to
3: one that's
0: what nice. i got 14.8 i got yeah. oh you're
3: parlaying all of it
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm.
3: mine is uh well i don't know what you guys are like what how the hell your system works mine's plus 1292 which means like i would make if i bet that's 12.9 if i bet 50 dollars, i'd make 645 dollars yeah yeah 12. I don't 9.
2: know what the hell. Nice. Yeah. And I've also when
1: done a... you, when it. When it's like that, it's a thousand. A thousand is the first two numbers is 12. So if you get a hundred, it's, it's like 400, it's four to one. Um, That's how it works.
3: Ours and, is just like, I think it just looks juicier and like, in America. like I don't know. I there's more
2: numbers. That. You just yeah. get sucked yeah, in yeah. by like, like ooh, 12,000. All right.
3: Well, yeah. like, for instance, if you took the money lines, right? san francisco's money line is plus 125 so you're like plus 125 that's dope because then you like know that you're going to get more than you bet if you win mm. yeah the so minus five
1: to four yeah yeah exactly. uh it's the exact same thing Just and
2: fraction. i've I've taken in the jags chiefs game uh, sorry the bengals chiefs game i've gone Burrow with over two hundred and seventy-two point five passing yards. Trey Hendrickson to record a sack. Joe Mixon to score a touchdown, and Kelsey to have over seventy-six point five yards receiving. Mm-hmm. And that gets me twenty to one. Mm. Nice. Can... Well,
0: if we're banging the over, then you're going to get. You should get half of that. Hopefully, you should Hopefully. get Mixon and uh, Burrow getting those yards, and Mahomes getting sacked. I've been,
3: doing, sacked uh, I've been doing first touchdown scorers.
2: Yeah, who have you got for the games?
3: I was just trying to look up the odds here because I didn't look it up yet, but I'm thinking, because I'd like to pick one on each side, so 49ers I'm going to take Kittle because he's probably better odds, I'm guessing, than McCaffrey, like he's more value. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for the Eagles, I'm going to take probably Goddard.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see A.J. Brown... Got to have a big game in this one for Philly. Got it.
0: Well, it yeah, tends to go like Smith has a big game, Asia has a big game. Well, he's not had a big one. Kind of the... Go back and forth.
2: He didn't have a big one really against the Giants. He was pretty quiet. Like I they didn't. Throw
3: a bit That'd be fun if he bombed it out to him and he scored. But uh he probably has good plus outs. But yeah, I'm going to take Goddard, and then in the other game, I'm going to take um, Pacheco and. Uh, the hell is on the other team? Oh, the Bengals mixing.
0: Okay, I like it.
1: Oh, yeah. that
0: too. I got it. Oh, I gotta put games. all those
1: together,
3: or are those all single bets. You can put all those together if you want, and it would be banana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a lot. What's <laughs> I've um, done that just who's you know, winning? You throw five bucks on that? That's the kind of thing you throw five bucks on, like that one guy, and you get like you can get like $70,000. No, couple... Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Who's winning? Who's going to the Super Bowl?
3: I want it to be and I'm going to will it and I hope I know I think that they can do it. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with the 49ers and Brock Purdy, Mr. Relevant forever. It's a great movie. I can't wait for it to come out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it's the story you got to have the storybook ending. That's what I'm rooting for. And who are playing? Play the Bengals or the Chiefs? I think the Chiefs. I bet on the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to, like, slap these cocky Bengals back Like, Patrick Mahomes is going to make Eli Apple look like a little kid out there. I mean, it's going to be disgusting. He's already, like, bragging. It's like he's going to get burned by Nicole Hardman or some shit. I don't even know who is on that receiving squad of Kansas City right now. And Mahomes mm-hmm. is, like, limping and stuff. I bet Chad Henney could beat the, the Bengals. Well, See, Apple I was that
1: Mahomes limping is the key here because when you watch them in the Super Bowl, last year in the AFC Championship game, they really got after Mahomes and really shut him down. And that's when he was mobile. This year, he'll have less ability to evade the rush. Mm. So I think we're going to see a, a big day for Hendrickson or maybe Hubbard. Yeah. Hey, hmm.
3: Hubbard's on, Trouble Hubbard's on Kansas City? Sam Hubbard. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. I was like,
2: wait, what? So you're taking the Bengals, Jez?
1: Yes, Bengals and the 49ers for me.
0: So Dave? Really. Well, I've taken the Chiefs in my bet, so I'll stay consistent. But, but yeah, the injury worries me. And if I, I if I wanted a team to get there, I'd like the Bengals to go back.
3: That's why I took Pacheco to get the first touchdown because I think they're going to rely a little harder on the run, mm. and they are capable of doing that. As we saw, Andy Reid is capable of planning mm-hmm. further around
0: run, this. Yeah, yeah, a yeah,
3: lot so, more. The dumb thing is, though, the stuff.
1: Bengals have beaten the Chiefs the last three times they've played. But
3: well, they, they due a loss then. They were going vertical like they did this to us where it was like I know what you're gonna do so I'm gonna do this instead and McDermott McDermott used to get mind fucked by Andy Reid now he's like kind of figured him out (laughs) because we lost them in two games like before McDermott ever beat him in one game he didn't throw it at all it was like the same thing that happened with Belichick where they um, only threw it three times on our glorious Leslie Frazier and uh they just ran it all over our face like that's what i mean they are capable of doing it and uh i saw them do it in that game against the titans too because they wanted to like slow it down and not get the ball of derrick henry's in and so they can do that and so i'm curious if they just game plan for it harder if it'll throw this Bengals defense a little bit on a tilt
2: mm-hmm.
0: fuck you guys Bengals Eagles. <laughs>